Dean, something, something terrible happened this weekend. Oh, no. What? Absolutely terrible. Um, so I have an iPhone, and I have right. iCloud, so it backs up like every night the full, supposedly the full phone. Dude, not the Latino MILFs. <sighs> no, that, that w- Dean, I wouldn't be able to survive. That's um, for Dropbox. Uh, yeah, that's reserved for Drive. I If you don't have it in more than one location, Dean, you don't have it at all. Uh, but I have all these, um, I have all these work in progress videos on my phone, like for months, like, you know, ideas that I'm kind of tweaking, you know, uh, real content, if you will. <laughs> okay. And I was just having so much problems with my phone. Like it just, just, you would turn it on and it would just, you know, just wasn't working. So I had to reset it and I was thinking, okay, like I backed up yesterday at nine o'clock, like I should be fine. Dude, months worth of work in progress content and some graphics, like just just gone, bro. Damn, that sucks. Just gone. So I don't think we're gonna be making real content on this channel for, for a long time, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. No content. And uh, I don't know how to feel about it. Sad. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. You brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. I'm Fern. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Guys, don't forget, use code CW10, that's capital C, capital W, one zero, during our live recording for 10% off all in-stock items. Make sure you go over to one corner.com. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We have uh, some... Uh... <laughs> What's that, John? <laughs> Just make good faces at the camera. We got we got uh, some cool things to talk about tonight. We got some great new photos of the uh, Queen Studios Gandalf, which is gonna I think it's gonna be a very spirited discussion. <laughs> and uh, we also have a brand new uh, Hot Toys figure, which is very cool. Uh, but Dean, before we get into all the news and the talks and the, the the spirited discussions, there's a very special segment that all of our best shows start off with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? Um, so I was able to stop by Zach's place to pick up some stuff he's had for me. Uh, mainly the Sonic from Sonic uh, 2, the movie. Very cool little figure. And uh, Tails. 
What are these? Like four inches? Not very. They're not very big. Well, I mean, four inches is pretty big. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. I think that's more than enough. I mean, it's certainly satisfying for some. Oh, for sure. Uh, Yeah, these are really cute. They're really cool to have on the desk. I like them a lot. So thank you, Zach. Also, the Pog set, bro. Yeah. Finally got my hand on the Pog set. This is let me let me bring you solo cam. Yeah. So decent, dude. Yeah. Decent, yeah, I like it. What do you think about That's it? That's sick. It's super cool. I I kind of want them off, you know, because they're pogs, but I also don't want to ruin this. Like it's so. I cool. think you can like put them back. Like I don't know. Maybe. I mean, there's definitely like they're like punched. Inset. So yeah. once you take them out, they're not gonna go back for like you know 100. percent But yeah, yeah. So I don't know. If, I don't know how I want to do it. So uh, also our beautiful D&D set uh the dice yeah with little ozol on the front i don't know if that's supposed to be ozol but it's hilarious <laughs> oh no i don't i didn't plan that but that's hilarious <laughs> um but we had our D&D game on saturday and that was hyped as shit bro so this is cool to have dude D's pretty lit man i've been sleeping on it but watching a bit this weekend i'm like this dude, is dude it gets wild sick. man yeah thanks for tuning in you and gg uh, also picked up the comic, the 9.8 um, keychain. We gave them away on uh, John's show, the uh, Collectors Club. Super cool. Front and back, exactly like the real CGC. Very cool. <clears throat> and then finally, I've been looking for this. It's the Boba Fett from the Book of Boba Fett Black Series. This thing is such a solid figure. It's kind of infuriating how good it is because the show's this is better than the show. <laughs> like Jeez. this whole figure is better than the whole show. So what about the figure um, makes it so solid? Because I'm still debating the Hot Toys version. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's just it's it's well done. It's solid. Like it's not loose. The helmet fits great. The backpack fits on without falling off. I've had a few black series where it like just doesn't peg in properly. The head sculpt is amazing. I don't know how well that'll pop up on this Looks camera. Looks pretty dang good for that for that scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the price point is like insane. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess like the paint could be a little better, but you know, it's it's like a twenty five thirty dollar figure. Like the fact that you could get this quality for not like a sixty dollar like SH Figuarts is pretty amazing. Now, Figuarts gonna have better articulation, but like. They're also a little more delicate, you know? So, like, this thing, you could fucking... I could chuck it across the room, and I know it's going to be okay, you know? I would never do that, but... Yeah, so solid pickup. If you guys are looking for this figure, I recommend getting it. Don't sleep on it, so... That does was the head my... look... Huh? Does the head look properly, like, properly scaled? If the helmet goes over... I didn't hear a popping noise, so I assumed it just oh, went over. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, it totally... Yeah. Like, okay. it... Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's such a solid figure. It's got like um, like a soft rubber cap in it, so it, it I guess it grips a little tighter. Hmm. Yeah, it's really nice, super solid. But that was my week, guys. What about you? Oh, you're no, muted, you. Zach. Fern, are you able to grab the uh, new this week sticker in your collection, or is it like? Stored away. 
Um, yeah, I could, uh, I could get it. Okay, cool. I want to show uh, yeah. Sam. If you have the base one too, that would be cool. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have a couple. Thanks, man. Uh, John, you got a new this week on the tech side. What do we work? What are we rocking today? What is it called again? The uh, Razer Razer Kyle Pro. Pro. Yeah, how's it looking? It's not bad actually, man. When you do, it's the webcam. It's it's a good camera. Shit. Chris, yeah, you look look that. Extra you're not Chris. you're not like uh, what is it like? Um, sometimes you get kind of like slow mo. Yeah, because this one's actually hooked up to the computer as opposed to what I was using was Bluetooth streaming. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. I see. It was ah, a cell phone. Okay. Yeah, so this is actually hooked yeah. up. I like yeah, the glitchy, John. I know we've talked about so in regards to the new this week sticker, we've talked about doing a a reissue like of a fan favorite sticker. So that would be something for later this year. I know. Um, obviously, the John sticker is probably right up there for the reissue. So we'll. I was gonna say, should it be like a sticker? Should it be like a, a Home Alone scream with the hands on the face and then the reissue on the forehead? Or something? <laughs> oh go. my god! Oh, that's Manny. perfect. <laughs> Look at Manny on that. There you go, uh, Sam. I'll, if 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 it doesn't win the reissue, I'll check my. Uh, I, I may have one in my backlog. Um, but yeah, John, it looks really good. Shout out to the Patreonies for getting that ordered, and uh, you know every. Uh, so often we're able to kind of give a little bit of an upgrade to our hosts and kind of incrementally in- improve our quality. So John streams a lot, so he'll be he'll be looking a little sharper each time he streams. Appreciate um, Ben, you got something really cool this week. Yeah, so I've been slowly collecting this Adventures Continues line, uh, and so I was able to pick up the, the Robin uh, to go along with my uh, Batman. Now, I've had a couple suggestions that I should have gone with the the other Batman, which was like a black and gray version, as opposed to this one that has kind of the blue inlay. But for me, I honestly think this one looks a little bit more classic animated series, whereas the black and white one, not as much. So, But they're all cool, honestly. And uh, the Robin to go along with the Joker, I'm going to have the Joker bashing this guy's brains in uh, in front of Batman. So it's going to be a little aggressive and also kind of cool to see. But I also got one other thing that I, I should have brought added to the show sheet, but I didn't. But it's mostly for John's benefit. So if you want to solo me really quick, uh, Zach. Um, oh, boy. It's the, the Star Trek Enterprise D. Wow. And uh, if it's John, beautiful. you know. Do you keep, do you keep a, trash start... can, a trash can next to your desk? You know? <laughs> when, when when John starts going off the rails, I'm going like, to give him a couple torpedoes. Uh, yeah. you know, Which to Enterprise straighten is that, out. Ben? So this is the Enterprise D. So nice. from uh, Star Trek, the next generation. That's right. Yeah. So, Beautiful. and I mean, it comes with light up features and all the cool stuff. I got it at, uh, man, off a, off a Facebook marketplace deal today. So do you need a message Rainer and, ha- and have him send you pictures of his, um, uh, enterprises. They're amazing. They're huge. Cool. I want to check like that two out. Two feet long, bro. They're massive. Well, and like, I might hit up Zach for some advice on how to like, um, blackwash it a little bit. I'm, I think I'm going to paint some of the Hell windows yeah, in a little bit because it's, uh, it's a used, it's a used version. So it's a little dirty. So I want to kind of clean it up and see what leave, I can do with it. But... Leave it outside. Natural weathering. That's right. <laughs> natural weathering. <laughs> but as Give I said, John, if John goes out of line, I'm going to shoot some torpedoes his way. So uh, shoot torpedoes. But... Just, just wow. say no, buddy. Torpedoes go, go back to Fresno or what? Torpedoes go it's down. I have, ac- I have access to the eject <laughs> button, so you can shoot away. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I had a uh, great week. Uh, we talked about it last week, the insane deal I got on Mercari. Uh, on the uh, Hakuroku 24 uh-huh. uh, Razor Crest. It's a YouTuber. Uh, uh-huh. And I, I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest. Like, you know, the video is just like a quick build and then like two seconds of final shots. But this thing is fucking huge. It's like twice the size of the uh, legit Lego version. And uh, for the price, I mean, 
I was talking to the guys like, yeah, I spent like 300 bucks putting together a BrickLink and I paid like one sixth that price to get it. So I did feel a little bad because you could tell he spent some money because all the bricks are like pretty much brand new. So um, I uh, I got a crazy deal on that. And Zach, not trying a- to be a smart ass, but what am I what am I looking at exactly? Like what's the, yeah, what's yeah, the so, state of thank this? Thank you. Yeah. So that's the Havoc Marauder. That's the uh, shuttle from the Bad Batch. Uh, it's like probably at the moment one of my favorite ships in Star Wars, and it's it's a um, so Lego built their own set, but it's kind of not great, and so this set's about twice the size and like you know two or three times the number of pieces, uh, and it's uh, the right color. The other one's like blue, um, so you know definitely uh, definitely an improvement on the original set, uh, and I'm I'm hoping some of the videos I lost, which was really annoying, were uh, different. Um, different um, like work in progress Lego mock reviews so I'm kind of I don't know I'm kind of discouraged about whether or not I'm going to finish that series but um, maybe it'll be on the channel at some point uh, and then yes uh, Sunday rather um, I unboxed the uh, Mondo Toys Iron Giant from uh, Mike Cruz in the Patreon chat uh, I've had this for a few weeks and I've been kind of uh, waiting for the right time to unbox it and uh, Sunday seemed as good a time as ever. So if you want to check out that unboxing, uh, it is on our YouTube feed. And then just a quick note about the unboxing um, that we did uh, yesterday. We had some issues with the playback. I'm not exactly sure what happened because during the stream it was fine. But I guess when it went from being a live video to processing on YouTube, something happened. Uh, so we had to delete the upload and then re-upload it. So... Uh, kind of a weird thing, but uh, you know, if you guys wanted to check that out, everything should be working. I haven't heard any complaints. Uh, checking in with the chat before we get to the news, we have Mr. Strange, Tukatri, uh, Toy Mafia, Lane Kramer, uh, Sweet Sweet Angel, Nicolio, uh, Ben Thomas, Equan, Sam Gist, John Ortiz, One Two Three Thor Gaming. We also have Trendy Tech. Uh, Tuke said, "Where's the merch store?" Drop the. Uh, uh, link there for you in the comments. We have PT Works. Uh, Trendy says, when the Pog's coming out, Toy Quest 101. Uh, we also have Mark Pearson, Pepe Pascal, uh, Boogie Manny, Doc Smizzle, uh, a bunch of other people in the chat. So a bunch of angels. Uh, Fern, were you able to find the uh, new this week sticker by chance? Yeah, I did. <clears throat> All right, let's see what you got. There's this little one. And then there's this hollow There's this hollow There we go. Beautiful. Sweet. And then this one's crispy, bro. This one's for the base. There you go. And then my favorite sticker. Just turn it out there. Oh hell yeah, baby. <clears throat> dude, those we are need to do that one again. But dude, bigger. those are like archive stickers. Like I don't even have those stickers. That's how Yeah, there's how a few that Fern has. I'm like, fuck, I don't have that. Yeah, look. Fern yeah, Fern's got the whole collection. Damn. Wow. Fern, you need a bag and board for those, bro. Yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After all that shit, we all talked. Uh, let's get into the news. We'll start with the Hot Toys uh, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange. This one comes in at 335, and it's releasing July to September 2023. Uh, I'll be honest, I have not seen this movie, so there's a lot of things that don't make a ton of sense to me here. Uh, but I love that they have the bonus edition uh, second portrait and they blur it out. But it's like, uh, you know, this, are, I, I, this could be a huge spoiler for the movie. So maybe they're right to blur it. But it's 
done pretty poorly to the point where like it's not really hiding the spoiler. I haven't seen the movie and I pretty much knew whatever that was. Uh, but uh, you also have uh, some different effects here, which I think if you're a Doctor Strange fan uh, or you have the figures, I think he comes with uh, the best effects um, of any Marvel character, to be honest. I think the the way they look on display and the different pose options, the hand options you get, I think are pretty good. Uh, I think 335 is maybe a bit high, um, but uh, I don't know. Have you guys seen the movie? What are these? What are these dragon things on his hand? Um, yeah, there's there's like a fight in the movie, and it's when he battles Shang Chi in there. Wow, <laughs> <really>? <laughs> Spoiler! No, I don't even. I think maybe he's fighting another Doctor Strange. It's I don't remember exactly, but that version also uses like these like weird dragons, and then he pops them out himself. It's. He's like able to pull like monsters from like different dimensions to like help him. Like at like one the point, what if version? Yeah, right like right. at one point he pulls like a big old monster to like stop a car, like out of nowhere. Yeah, it's a it's a cool movie. I just don't know if I don't know if this offers enough. It's like you had the version one strange, which is still arguably the best. Then the Infinity War. Was well, it Infinity War or Endgame? Infinity, Infinity War. War. Then we're getting one from Spider-Man. And now this, it's like... It seems like a lot. Back to back to back. Maybe I'm wrong, but especially the the uh, Spider-Man one and now this, it's like... I, I don't know. It's, it feels it's, like a lot because his costume doesn't change that much. So right. it's like, yeah, this of, one is definitely... Yeah, this one's definitely different enough between the first three, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it seems like a lot. And three thirty five, bro. Then shipping and tax a four hundred dollar. Absolutely not. Just no. Isn't this like almost the same circumstance that we went with the best Garmando, where we yes, don't even have literally. the yes, hundred percent the Doctor Strange in hand yet? We're already getting another one. Like, yeah, I will say in this case. You know, because I'm not that big of a Doctor Strange fan, so maybe I'm uh, speaking out of turn here, but I think with the Beskar Mando, I think it was a little worse because one was clearly, like, much better and much mm -hmm. more accurate. With this one, like, I don't know how important that third eye portrait is, but maybe it maybe it is, like, enough to push it over the top where it's like, why even bother with, you know, yeah. the, the, the in-between ones? But 100%, John, like, definitely. Not, <clears throat> not really, but the outfit is different, though. Yeah, this one's definitely like if it was if I was like oh, I needed Doctor Strange, I would just get probably this one and skip the the one from Spider Man, because like that one, I mean other than like the cube, like I don't really remember coming with something that's like oh I need that you know. At least this one comes with two head sculpts you know, <laughs> but um, I don't like this outfit as much as the other ones. Because, like, it just had a lot more, like, pleated detail and layers to it. This one's very flat and not boring, but it, it just it leaves much to be desired. So, I don't know. But, I mean, now you're going to have four strangers to pick from, you know, in four years when this one comes out or whatever the fuck. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so, I think, I think it'll be nice for the strange market, you know, if you're looking for a strange and... Or pick one up relatively cheap, but we're always looking for strange. 
but <laughs> yeah, <Nice. laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm, I am a little worried though, because not only are strange figures expensive, you know, even in the aftermarket, but if this one's four hundred dollars, like to get spending three hundred on a used one is going to seem like a good deal. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like it'll be a buyer's market, but the prices are still going to be high because it's like, oh, well, you want mine or you want to spend four hundred bucks on the new one? So I don't know. What do you guys think? So this is a tough nut to swallow for me because I would say that I've been waiting for a Doctor Strange for a while. Um, I would have been kind of frustrated if I'd put in a pre-order for the No Way Home Strange and then this one came out. I think that like that's what John was saying kind in terms of, of the best user, car. Right, Ben? Like you it, knew that the, the yeah. film was coming. So it, it w- Exactly. And I think for this film, I was hoping for a different enough of an outfit that if I'd pulled the trigger on the No Way Home one, that I wouldn't necessarily feel like I was waiting for the same figure to release. I would still say, like for my opinion, this is still the definitive Strange. I like the head sculpt. I like how the hair comes forward on his forehead a little bit. I think that that's a little more iconic for the character. I thought the one that had his hair slicked back a little bit actually took away some of the likeness for him um and i like that with a second head you could technically make a a whole second figure out of it you could kit kit bash one if you wanted to even with some of your other stranges potentially so um now i also noticed and i'm surprised i haven't seen many people talking about it but it does look like the cape on this is wired at least with some of the the promo images that are being used if that's the case i think you're going to be able to get some pretty cool and dynamic looking poses i hope it's not like a cheap a cheap wire (laughs) obviously if if it's the same Um, wire from the infinity war version ben it's not super strong unfortunately okay so so i've never had that one in hand so Okay, so hopefully they innovate on that 100%, because otherwise I would say that this is by far my favorite one I've seen. Uh, It is just, like you guys said, the price point that hurts a little bit uh, when I convert it to Canadian and then get it across the border and all that good stuff. I'm looking at probably 450 Canadian, uh, which is real high. That's real, real high. So I won't be somebody that can collect all of the Stranges. It's going to be this one or, or something from the past uh, that I end up just adding into the collection. But I really like the movie, so Zach, I definitely recommend seeing it, bud, because uh, for me, as soon as I saw the film, I, I wanted to get uh, Doctor Strange in my collection, 100%. I saw one clip on YouTube, and it looked like I was watching a fever dream. That should look <laughs> a little confusing bit. AF. It kind of is a fever dream. <laughs> a little bit. So it's kind of fun about it. But uh, no, I'm the same, Ben. Like, I really enjoyed uh, the film, and... I want to talk about these two things in a bubble, but you know they're they're very much interconnected. So first of all, how the figure looks like this is definitely the best version of Doctor Strange we've gotten. The sculpt looks spot on. All the accessories are really cool, like nothing you know, so innovative or like crazy, um, but like it looks great. And I, I do like the you know the evolution of the the costume. Like it just if he had the yellow gloves, that that would maybe you know kick it up a notch. Um, no spoilers there, but. Um, then the price, as mentioned previously, like the the price really is making me nervous because this is the trend. We talked about the Kate Bishop, and I think she came in about 280, really stripped down. It's like, okay, like where's the accessories? Where's maybe an extra sculpt? Where's things that we want? Well, it's in here, but it, you know, they want to charge a premium of 335. So I really don't like that trend and something that I really don't feel like I can support. So this would feel like something that you'd wait on because all the Marvel is so saturated and they tend to drop in the secondary market. This feels like one you definitely can wait on, but the figure looks great. So I, I can't rule it out from adding it to my collection, even though I have Infinity War, but yeah, that price, just killer. 
uh, for, uh, for me personally, I don't mind. I see where the price point's going. We got price points that you're getting less in the box for two eighty-five. So this coming in at that price, you're look, you're getting two portraits and a whack ton of accessories. So the price doesn't surprise me. And not only that, but they're gonna milk the the Doctor Strange cow, considering the the movie just came out. So I'm not surprised. It's a good looking figure. I think that if you don't have a Strange in your collection, then yeah, why not go with this one? Um, unless this isn't like unless you have no use for that second portrait, and you're fine with like an Infinity War or Spider Man one. But uh, yeah, it's a good looking figure. I, there's no complaints. The portraits, I think the portrait's great. Um, I think the only complaint here is they need to work on their uh, their skills on blurring photos because that's for someone who was trying it's not atrocious. to. Atrocious! Holy mac! It's, yeah. it's, like, come on, third eye blind over here. But um, I, I I think it's a cool release. I'd pick it up. What do you think, Fern? I think for three twenty five. Um, 340. I mean, or 340? God dang. I mean, <laughs> that extra five bucks. Huh? It, makes, it makes me think, like, I'm glad Queen Story Studios is coming in and giving Hot Toys competition because I mean, these prices. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about fucking selling all my shit and just sticking to comics, to be honest. But these prices. Well, I mean, me that is a, a very valid point, one. But I, first off, Queen is doing very well. But I think they're having a positive effect on the price. The price is going to go up with Queen Studios, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, it does feel like there might be a correlation. Yeah. Yeah, yes. but if you're spending four hundred bucks on a Hot Toys and then you get Queen's quality for a hundred bucks more, maybe one hundred fifty. Like, but that kind of brings it to the argument of like, if you could get a quarter scale polystone statue, which you know obviously won't have the same uh, artistry in it, but I mean. You're trying to look at like you know you're getting that quarter scale of statue price, so it's right. all it's all relative. But everything those, correlates, the yeah. Because then, yeah, even the high end quarter scale market, the statues you know, are going to go up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, back in the day, four hundred dollars was secondary market. Now it's yep. retail. Yeah, oh, well, they're slimming down that scalper pricing, right? They're, yep. they, that's what they're doing. That's what this is. This is the scal. This is Hot Toys saying, "Hey, you think you're going to flip the, my figures? No, we're going to maximize what we can because you don't see Hot Toys." going for those scalper prices like they used to yeah, yeah. but also at the same time <clears throat> especially with like the infinity war figures i mean people were selling those things dirt cheap like you know tim yeah. sand or, or what's his name is it tim sand yeah, yeah tim sand like it's like bro people aren't paying retail anyway so like are you really maximizing your profit or <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. I don't know. It, it seems like a weird slippery slope to raise prices, and then pe they're just going to sit anyway. And You're right. Well, and it's just like just remember about pricing. Um, the prices that we're quoting, like right. you know, the three thirty five, that's you know eighty, ninety, hundred bucks, sometimes more than the secret base price. So um, prices are definitely going up, but there's also other factors, not just hot toys only in that yeah. increase but, in price. But even then, Tim sent is selling them like he paid secret base prices and then i'm paying even you're less. basically paying secret base plus shipping like for rocket yeah. i think some people were getting them for like you know 180 which i think is yeah, like i think right. i paid like 130 or 140 it was yeah. he's based cheap. out of hong kong yes yeah. yeah so he's not losing money 
Yeah, he's not losing money, but, but he's but certainly that's not what I making mean. Like, money. Yeah, yeah, even 100%, him, yeah. the figures are sitting so long that he's got to discount gotta cut his losses. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Because like, the Infinity War lined up there, they didn't do very well. That's yeah. true. I mean, yeah. I mean, like the Star Wars figures. Star Wars really sit. gone. Yeah, no, gone yeah, Star Wars gone. But yeah, I don't know. It seems like a risky kind of thing to. Oh, look at Fat Tie Kid. He just now said look at this. this. Uh, yeah, he said, I just sold 43 of my Hot Toys, Jeez. only getting, only keeping four and moving on to statues now. Got tired of Hot Toys not giving us better quality. Wow. Um, Toys Era, the Sky Scavenger. This one comes in at 340 which is identical in price to the uh, one from last week. Uh, releasing Q3 to Q4 2022. Again, a lot of people have upset uh, in some of the Facebook groups that this may be a copy of others out there already, though I don't think this is the case with the Wingspan being significantly smaller. Uh, this one, I think, does have a much improved uh, Michael Keaton portrait. I think this is probably one of the better ones that I've seen, including some of the high-end sculptors and the fact that you're getting this portrait plus all the light-up effects and certainly not an accurate scaled wingspan, but a it-feels-good-enough wingspan uh, for 340. I think this is going to be a really strong contender for people who uh, you know didn't have the four-foot space for uh, the Jazz Ink Dioramas one. And uh, I think Toys Era does some great work. Uh, and I'm excited to see uh, some people be able to get a little bit more of a manageable-sized uh, vulture in their collection. Uh, the wingspan is very, very small, though. It's, you know... I was going to say, almost looks like the Marvel Legends ones yeah. tied to a figure. Do you, have, do you have that picture of all three of them compared? I don't think I have it in the show sheet chat, but... Um, yeah, so you get lights, I think you get the gun, you get the portrait, LED and the helmet... Um, and then the turbines rotate and uh, supposedly they spin. Um, anyone considering this? I know we talked about it last week that it's been you know kind of a while that this film came out, so maybe the vulture hype has died down. But uh, I'm curious if anyone's going to pick this up. I how, <clears throat> how much did you say it was? Uh, price Q4? point that I found was three hundred and forty dollars oh, Q3 to Q4 2022. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the character enough to spend that kind of money. Yeah. If I was going to go with one, I, I think I'd stick to just a higher quality uh, Jazz Ink. But uh, my concern here is now if we're going to see Hot Toys wanted to get some skin in the game because they originally teased this. This was in one of their uh, one of their photos, I believe, if I can remember correctly. So That's that's true, John, because we've yeah. seen companies release figures like almost seemingly out of nowhere. Like, do they know something we don't? And then, bam. It gets yeah. released or yeah, shown by Hot Toys, so that's entirely possible. Because uh, we had like Spider Man hype. From what I've heard, like Jazz, when these went up, Jazz lost some sales, uh, just due to price point. Because I guess people just don't want to pay that that uh, heavy price one. But I think if Hot Toys was to come out with one, I think the third party ones wouldn't stand a chance. Take that with a grain of salt, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And this seems like the best-looking third-party one for me. I know the Jazz Ink one is supposed to be really phenomenal, but uh, the, the wingspan would just, like, you wouldn't fit in my collection. So the fact that it's a little bit more scaled down, I like that Keaton sculpt. Um, I, I think, I, as I mentioned last week on the, school, on the show, so this is one that I would consider, but because the Hot Toys shadow looming large, I think that kind of scares me off, but I'd be really interested to see what they might put out Obviously, knowing that they're making that um, Sam Sam Wilson Captain America figure, 
you know, they've put a lot of engineering into those wings, so maybe they can translate a bit of that into like a newer version of this Falcon. So yeah, hold That's it off. Point. But this looks cool. This really intrigues me. 340 for me is way too much for this figure, unfortunately. It's just, it, it's a deal breaker. Um, I feel like they missed the mark by not, you know, having a third party company call this like the Birdman or something along those lines, just uh, in reference to, to Keaton's Birdman movie uh, back in the day. But um, still, I mean, no, uh, not this would be a no go for, for me, unfortunately. Happy for anybody who's getting it, but not for me. Uh, this is the photo that Ferno's referencing. So the Jazzing Dioramas. Uh, which I believe is a true one six scale, uh, is 122 centimeters. The Eternal Toys is 102 centimeters, so um, like nine inches less. And then the Toys Era is 92 centimeters, uh, which is about a foot less than the Jazzing Dyer. Toy Mafia is saying that the Toys Era one is they're gonna upgrade the uh, the wings to a bigger set. So, um, if someone can send me that in Messenger, I haven't seen that. I haven't but, seen. Um, it. Yeah, I've, if if you guys have like something that they're saying that, send it to me, please. Um, yeah, definitely an interesting figure, and uh, you know, I think I, I you know I would be shocked. I know Dean mentioned it, but I I would not be surprised within six months if we saw the uh, Hot Toys one, which you know seems to be the case with like the the Green Goblin stuff and you know other things in the past. Um, you know that we'll get something like that. So. Uh, definitely not a bad price point, uh, and I know Ben's really excited to talk about this. It's the Exo Six Sulu. Uh, the pre-order uh, was for one ninety-eight. Uh, there's no release date yet, and um, Exo Six made a really weird uh, thing that I, for me, to be honest, like I don't really care about Sulu, uh, but it almost overshadowed the figure. If I'm being completely honest, uh, they put. Uh, let me see if I can find the exact wording so I can quote it. Um, but they basically said that due to the ongoing situation in Ukraine, they would not be releasing this figure in Russia. And to me, that is such a weird, weird thing. Uh, we've certainly seen, uh, like formula one, different sporting events get pulled from Russia. Uh, but to, to bring it to like, in my opinion, like the, the micro level of like, hey, we're going to release this figure everywhere but Russia because of this, I think it's really strange. Um, and I think it's it, it'll be interesting to see uh, how strong the Exo 6 morals are uh, if and when China joins the conflict because they're already, like, you know, pretty much uh, Russia's best friend at the moment. So um, if, you know, the arguably the biggest one six-scale market joins that conflict i would be shocked if exo6 stopped shipping all one six scale figures to china uh but it's it's such a weird thing like i i enjoy collecting to um you know kind of get away from from the real world and to have it brought into um you know this space is just like i wouldn't say it's uncomfortable but it's it's definitely weird and and it it kind of like took me back a bit uh, Dean, what do you think about this release, or even just the uh, the concept of a company holding back something for uh, you know these kind of real world reasons? Oh my! Um, I <laughs> I really like this figure. Sulu is one of the most iconic sci fi characters ever. You know that that original crew is right up there with you know the best of the best. You know. And um, I think it's a solid figure. The likeness is spot on. 
Um, I think you're right. It's kind of... It's like, hey, look at this figure. You're not getting it, Russia. Unless you, you know, <laughs> stop invading people. It's like, what a weird kind of bargaining chip. Like, like Putin's going to care about Sulu. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just kind of like... Maybe Do you he's really need fan. Some... We don't know though, right? <laughs> That's <Can> true. <laughs> Maybe they know something we don't. But it does seem like an odd kind of inclusion. Um, I think you're right. I think it overshadows, you know, the figure in a, a bit. But um, I mean, they could do whatever they want. I guess doesn't affect me none. Um, yeah, solid figure. Um, I, I'm excited to see, you know. Exo six stuff in hands because I think all we've gotten so far is teasers, uh, Ben, or some no, of them have already. They've had a couple of releases uh, so far, but and most of them have been pretty solid. Uh, okay, cool. But I th- I, this is one of the better likenesses that I've seen. I think. Yeah. Uh, like this one looks real spot on. I I compared him to a, a real life photo of of like Sulu from the show, and even the hairstyle was like was bang on. It was crazy. Nice. Yeah, I think it's. I, 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 I'm not like John. I love to see it. I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan of the world. My dad is. So we grew up, you know, butting heads over Star Trek and Star Wars. But people are really passionate about Star Trek, man. I mean, arguably are the ones who started, like, the whole convention things and, and you know, the real, like, passionate fans. So I, I think it's really cool to see. So I like it. Um, to get the exact quote here, uh, we at Exo 6 are closely monitoring the tragic situation in Ukraine and stand al- alongside all those severely affected by the war. At the time, we will not be releasing to those who reside in Russia. It's just like, you know damn well if China was in this war, they'd still be shipping shit to China. Well, also, it's like, you know, there's some people who just fucking live there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Like, I don't give a, I don't want us to be invading people. Like, why the fuck are you punishing me? But maybe it's, I don't know. It's just odd because, yeah. It's weird, bro. It is penalizing the everyday person who just wants to collect some toys. Dude, I want to penalize you, bro. Dude, the way you said penalize made my penalize tingle. What are you talking about? They're they're following the suit of, uh, like the major corporations that I are doing that, the Visas, the For McDonald's, sure, the Starbucks, the you're not but the wrong. Of, but the you're amount of Exo Six that's, sales that's aren't going to affect the economy. Yeah, but it's not that. It's that's it's not macro. that. Listen, it's not that. It's the principle. They are they have an image that they're looking to maintain. That's it's the image. It's the image. The, yeah. What is there? Five people in Russia buying Exo Six, especially Star Trek figures. It's. <laughs> It's not that. It's the image of the company that the company is maintaining. But they could have You're said not nothing wrong, and nobody would have I, asked I, I think I would be very curious to see, you know, like I said, if the biggest one six scale market joined the conflict, if they would stand by. China say, won't join the conflict. I mean, they're. They're, just, they're, they're in, they're in um, neutral ground right now. They're not going to. Are you kidding? Oh, dude. But I'm just saying, I, the, I, then I would tip my hat to them. But at this point, like I said, Russia, I don't think it's like a huge one six scale market. Yeah. Um, well, of course. Yeah, the, I to just, me, it's it's more for the eyes than anything else for the yeah. The media. I just <laughs> I just can't see somebody sitting at their computer being like, "Man, I really want the Sulu," but dude, they're like, "Look, I don't want to know their shit." I want to know <laughs> their <laughs> stance on Russia because they're, they're more worried. Russians, I don't want this. They're more worried. How am I going to pay for Zulu if I don't have my visa working? Exactly. They uh, they're they, more worried about where am I going to fucking eat, you know, or like. <laughs> Am I gonna have to fucking join a conflict I want no part in? I don't think they're worried about it. They're gonna order soon. Ukrainian sales half off. 
Uh, DJ think... says it's oh, a useless gesture that only affects regular people when companies do this, and regular collectors in this case go after the oligarchs and the people in power, not the regular citizens. Well, that's past mm. that point. Uh, it's time to move in. It's I'm look. I'm not a. We're not going to get all political here. I don't know anything about like how history this and that works and the laws and stuff. I know how morals work and humanity. And when you strip everything away, rules this and that. There's kids. There's mothers. There's fathers dying. And everyone's just sitting back and watching. Yeah, you're sending supplies. It's not enough. And I get it. Oh, I'm going to come. I'm going to get shafted for saying this. But God have mercy. There's people losing their lives there. Just take care of this already. This has been going on way too long. Damn right. Um, bro, there was so many interesting political things with that this week. Rand Paul, I bro, think, made one of the greatest just, stances. Do you know uh, what gas prices are here at here? Oh, it's expensive here too, bro. Two oh three, a liter, a liter, a liter. Yeah, hate to see. I've it. never seen that in my in my life. Let's uh, let's get to the meat potatoes. Uh, Queen Studios uh, dropped there. The Fellowship of the Ring. What? Alexa's like, are you trying to buy Queen Studios product? Dude, wow, what was that? She's like, are you on meat potatoes? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, She's like, stop Pete talking Studios. about Putin. <laughs> <laughs> we will not ship to Putin. Uh, Queen Studios <laughs> dropped their uh, Gandalf. Uh, I guess this is the pre-production photos. We haven't actually officially gone up for order yet that I know of. Uh, though, um, Marco, I think the price point did leak. Uh, and the conversion, you know, before shipping, before any markups was about $442, which is right about that 500 price point that I was thinking it would be. Uh, and I got to say, this thing looks pretty solid. And um, I don't want to really rehash a lot of what we said last week, because I think uh, a lot of my opinions there are still valid, and I really don't want to derail this. Uh, but focusing on this as its own thing, um, I got to say, uh, there are some things that I am, am like shocked and thrilled that they're doing. Um, you got the uh, the moth that uh, summons the great eagle. Uh, you get uh, some really really fine uh, clothing work, which you know I said a few weeks ago that I think this is going to be a figure as as good as this will come out if it looks like this. That you are going to have to do some futzing, I think, just because it's so much fabric, and there's unless they put wires throughout the entire thing, it's just not going to lay that well out of the box. Uh, but this this looks really good. Now, uh, some things I want to highlight, and I'm gonna you know hold the floor for a few minutes here. Uh, you get magnetic hands, which is just an incredibly smart move here because typically um, I mentioned it last week he wears the uh, hand wraps you know kind of mid mid palm, and it's very difficult to articulate the wrists on the Asmus versions. Uh, you know you constantly have basically the hands falling out and they're kind of just held in place by the clothing so having those on magnets i think is super smart the base itself does not feature a crotch grabber uh it's a magnetic um connection that that attaches the figure to the base uh and i think um you know seeing the sculpt with the eyes tilted um you know with statues and different collectibles i think there's certain angles that really show off the portrait and i think that like three-quarter angle with the eyes in one direction i think is is really really solid and that's you know hot toy struggles with that too i think sometimes there's straight on that might not look as well as three quarter or, or side portrait etc 
Um, I still think a lot of the things that Dean said last week, you know, with the beard, I think that could maybe be worked on a bit. And uh, there's some things that I wanted to highlight, but uh, overall, I think the hair uh, and the beard, um, the hair in particular looks fantastic. The drape work of the cloak and the hat, I think the hat was the weakest part of both Asmus versions. And I think they got this hat pretty much dead to rights. Like it's, it's a weird hat, the way it's constructed and the way that it kind of has its own sort of um, shape to it. Uh, but I think they got this absolutely perfect. Um, and this is kind of what you get. So you get the Gandalf, you get the pipe staff, a magnetic base, uh, the moth, you get eight hands, uh, the letter, which contains the ring. You also get the ring, which I think is, it's interesting that it's included. I understand why they're including it, but Gandalf actually never interacts with the ring, uh, if I remember correctly. You get Glamdering, uh, you get the pipe, which um, has a little bit of a display feature where you can put the pipe into the letter. It's the wax seal on the letter. You get the book from Balin's tomb. You get Gandalf's uh, uh, messenger bag. And then you also get, uh, as mentioned, the hat. Um, I think there are some very small complaints that I have about this figure, though. And I think the most obvious is the fact that you only get one staff. In the film, Gandalf has the staff that he has in the opening of the film. So it's from the first time you see him up until he gets captured at Isengard. And then when you see him next in Rivendell, he's given the, uh, it's called the Moria Staff. And it's it's a totally different shape. It has the crystal embedded in it uh, during the uh, Minds of Moria tour. Uh, and so the fact that you're not getting that staff, um, to me is like, I'm not going to say it's a deal breaker because it's really not. Um, but it's a weird exclusion when they're giving you things like the butterfly and the letter um, I, I just think it's kind of um, a very obvious miss. And I did message John kind of the list of things that I'm going to go through today uh, in hopes that they can add these and correct them for the physical release. Uh, on Glamdering, um, I think it's really great that they got the blue gem on the hilt. But if you look at the sword, uh, they actually don't have any of the runes engraved on the hilt. Uh, the the Asmus one uh, did have that on the Crown Series version, and it's basically just um, some some Elvish text that's missing from this, and it's something I think could be done fairly easily. Uh, but I think in order to get like a definitive Gandalf, you definitely need this on the sword. Um, other things that I think are kind of weird, if you look at the sword belt, the the way they pressed in the diamonds on the belt, they're like off center, and it's you know, it's a prototype, so I'm sure they'll fix that on the final release, but I, I do hope that they do because it just kind of looks a little sloppy uh, on the belt. And they also, I believe, should be infilled with white uh, on the Sideshow, the Asmus, and on the United Cutlery, they're uh, filled in with white paint. So I hope they, they can fix that in the future. Uh, and then the pants. We don't actually see the pants in any of the photos that they have, but the pants should have a little bit of a decoration on the bottom. And I'm, it, it's something that like, you know, both Asmus have the, uh, there's like a $20, you know, like 12 inch figure from like 10 years ago that had it. I'm sure toy the Asmus, yeah, Toybus, thank you. I'm sure the Asmus does have it, uh, but I'm, I'm just kind of putting it out there for Queen Studios and John to make sure that it does because, you know, I think it's something that will really take this to the next level with, with how great all the cloth that they have uh, looks. Um, I think the traveling cloak is fantastic. I know a lot of people have been complaining that it's too brown. Um, 
and that the actual wizard robes themselves are too brown. But to be honest, I think uh, from the um, uh, camera costume test that they've shown behind the scenes footage of, and then the actual like high quality behind the scenes footage, I think it looks fine. Obviously, when a film gets released, they color grade it a little differently than what's actually physically there. And that's kind of why you get into things like the Han Solo, you know, blue versus brown jacket or the Michael Myers, you know, green versus gray versus blue overalls. So I have zero complaints and I would even give Queen major props for getting the hat right because the hat is a very slightly different color than the robes. Uh, in the film, for the most part, it looks fairly similar, but actually looking at the props, they are like the hats has just like a, a tint of blue in it and it's just ever so subtly done. Also on the hands, I think they did a really good job um, with the hands. Because if you look at, they have a photo of the um, the wax seal. They have just like the hands floating in space. But the hands have like dirt in the nails, which I think is really neat. They just put like a brown wash in it. it, it to me, it takes it to the next level because that's um, one thing that I think the Asmus one is definitely missing. Um but yeah, I have I have a ton of great things to say about this. I think the price is what I was expecting. I just think that when people get it, they're going to have to do a little bit of futzing to get it to look as good as they have it. And I definitely, like, for sure, like, I could live with not having the runes on the sword or, you know, a few smaller things that I mentioned. But if you're missing the Moria staff, I'm not going to say this won't be the best Gandalf, but it's definitely not going to be the most complete uh, Gandalf out there. Yeah, um, I know you just listed off a whole bunch of stuff, <clears throat> but I think at this price point, all that stuff matters. Um, when you come out swinging, hey, we're going to be the best on the block, I think you need to deliver the best on the block. So all those little nitpicks, and like you said, it's a prototype, so it should get fixed you know, later on. But I, I think you're right. Arguably will be the best Gandalf, but it's definitely lacking in some areas. The moth is an insane inclusion I was not expecting. Uh, really cool. Um, the little envelope with the ring, that's crazy cool. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I uh, I think they definitely f futz the beard enough that it doesn't look as patchy as before. I like it. The hair, stunning. Uh, just the drape of the clothing is insanely well done. I'm super excited for this, so I think I have been converted. John? Um, yeah, uh, I think Zach said some good points there. Uh, the only thing that I have to say on top of what I said last week is if you're a Gandalf fan, in my opinion, this is the Gandalf at the top and the one you need to get. Um, the price, I think the price is a lot lower than what people were expecting. I think the price is very fair. We're looking at 440 US, roughly. Maybe a little um, bit more without shipping. Before shipping and before markup. I think that's the retail price. But I think because we're in the US, we'd have to pay 
a little Depend, bit of a premium. Depending on where you get it from. Some people include yeah. shipping at 500 The other one on the block saying 500 regardless. That's probably what we should expect for the rooted figures moving forward, too, right? About that price point. Yeah, yeah I, so. I mean, and I, I think the price, you know, John, is perfectly fair. Like, I, I was saying price this could be as much well, as 650 750 and you're you know. paying You're paying 315 for that. How much was that, Strange? 340 335 before shipping for that strange and well again we don't have this in hand yet but geez if it looks anything close to this the comparison is is crazy so i love to see it queen's priced fairly with their statues i like to see them passing on that savings and people may say you're crazy when i say savings but passing on that at least look they could have very easily slapped 7.99 on this whether people would have ordered it or not, but with the materials being used and with the seven and nine shipped and all that, with the materials being used and the rooted feature, I think they're they're trying to help us as much as they can. And I'm no queen. I'm not a queen advocate. I just like to praise good work when I. I just like to praise good work when I see it, and I'm just dying to hear uh, Marco's comment because it seems like my standards are right where they need to be. <laughs> so I'm dying to hear yeah. his comment. So, so let me let me clarify a bit of last week. Number one to, to John and to Eddie. I'll, I'm Wait, gain up to just admit. just a touch. Just yeah, uh, put it up. We gotta hear okay, this. Hold on. Let's let's go. Let's see. Gain up a bit. Test test. How's that the sound? By the way, I love the spirit of discussion we had clip last it. week. Hold on. I'm getting the clip. Let's not rip each other so, up today. So so to John and Eddie, I was wrong. But let me tell you, there's new information now. But I was wrong because I, I said a few things. Number one, that your standards were too low. That wasn't fair. wasn't fair because you guys, you know, have, have high span standards when it comes to a lot of collectibles. So that was a passionate thing said. And so apologies for that. Number two, that I said that Queen wasn't ready to play ball yet, right? I, I was saying that the prototype needed to be put on ice because it wasn't quite ready. With these images that I'm seeing here, this is this is stellar like this looks great so let me let me talk about the figure and then i want to just talk about the marketing really quick because that's really where my negative uh, feelings were coming from so the figure itself looks great like this sculpt bang i wouldn't say it's like 100 percent just yet but it looks like a, a phenomenal like likeness and really really looks great from the tailoring to the accessories even the price point i think that's about what we can expect for queen or for in art moving forward for their rooted figures. So even that seems like attainable to the point where this isn't a, a character that I feel like I need to add to the collection, but it's at that price point where it makes me think, right? Like, mm, maybe this is one that I could add. Now, let me talk about their, their marketing for a second, because let me juxtapose what they did with the Joker versus what they did with this guy. So what they did with the Joker is they released some, you know, high quality professional images and got us all speaking, speculating, hyped up. And then they kind of rolled out, you know, the larger picture set, again, really high res images. The figure looked great in both sets. And then they re rolled out the price, you know, up until the window incident, right? Here, they, you know, and, and they're trying to find their groove, right? But they did something really odd in terms of, you know, at first they teased with the silhouette that was actually the actor. And then they showed renderings and then the images that they showed initially, they didn't give us enough number one, right? To really like, because sometimes with these sculpts, you need to see multiple angles to really make a, make a call. And it was like, you know, not necessarily super high res or super professional. So they didn't put their best foot forward. 
And so, as I mentioned before with Hot Toys, the burden of proof is on these companies to prove to me that they deserve my dollars, right? And I'm, I'm that same, same way with Hot Toys. There's so much coming out right now that I really need to be selective with my dollars. So I will look, look for any little nitpick for a reason not to give a company my money. So when they're not coming out, especially when they're trying to break into a new market, this is the second figure that they're really showing, I would think that they want to put their best foot forward. So hopefully they're listening for the future. Like start with these images or at least one or two of these. Come out with the high res stuff. Get us talking as opposed to, you know, us taking snips from a YouTube video where someone had it on the counter. And it, it just seemed like a bit of a not smooth rollout for a time when they're trying to wow us. So that's where my negative feelings were coming from. But in terms of how I feel now on this figure, really like it. I hope, uh, you know, a lot of members of the community end up getting it. So I'm either, uh, you know, persuaded to after I see it or... I'm not quite sure how you know large the window is going to be, but it's definitely one that I could consider. So, uh, it's, Sean, hopefully that clears it up. But go ahead with with you if you have a response. It's a it's a month apparently from May 18th, I think, to June 18th. They're keeping uh, orders open. That's again through Prime, uh, not Prime, through uh, Queen. Of course, the resellers, if they have uh, stock, I'm sure they'll still be able to sell. We learned our lesson there. Yeah, we did learn our lesson, right? So this maybe is not one that you need to actually, you know, get worked up and, you know, lose sleep over like I did with the Joker. But yeah, again, I think I've said enough on this, but I think it, it looks great now. Yeah, you guys crushed all of those points, and I am excited to hear from Fern as well on this quick. But I would say for me, I am not as big of a Lord of the Rings fan as uh, some folks. So uh, when I look at this, I think the likeness is really, really good. Uh, it does look like he's got a little bit more of the droopy eye thing going than those first images we saw last week. So that honestly makes it look a little bit more like the actor to me. I do think that the beard uh, looks a little on the fuzzy side, but hopefully that's just a, either, you know, maybe there's this image or we'll just take a little bit of futzing once you get it out of the box. Uh, I think that's okay. I think the price is pretty solid. Um, I know that there's been this great debate of if Queen's going to come in, you know, the pricing has to be good. Uh, and that's how I feel about it. I wouldn't make the switch over uh, to Queen Studios exclusively unless they bring their pricing uh, a little bit more in line uh, with Hot Toys, uh, because I still otherwise like Hot Toys quality. So, uh, you know, I'm okay with that. But I do really like the figure otherwise. And I think it's amazing that there are, uh, you know, super fans like Zach who can look at this figure and see so many uh, tweaks and that we are able to still get that line of communication to the company itself and actually ask them to to take a look at it. And And if they do, that, to me does justify the price of this guy because we know as collectors we're going to hopefully have in our collection exactly what we're looking for so i like him at this point it is still going to be a wait and see i'm not going to probably pull the trigger on any more queen studios figures until we at least get one in hand from in art to, to know truly what the quality is uh, versus their prototypes but i would say you know i don't think it's appropriate to say you know if it's anywhere close to this, I'd be happy because I wouldn't be if for $500 plus uh, Canadian wise anyways, um, it would have to be pretty damn bang on to this for me to be happy. If it was anything less than that and I paid that kind of money, I wouldn't be happy, truthfully. That's a good um, point. But yeah, that's, that's, I'd say my take. What do you, what do you think, Fern? Who's the main character from Lord of the Rings? 
I don't know, but you just blew my eardrums. <laughs> Jesus, Fern. Sorry. He's over there sharing memes on Facebook. Fucking. <laughs> I mean, there's there's many main characters. I mean, you know, Frodo, Gandalf. I mean, isn't Frodo? He's, he's one of character? the most main characters of the. I don't think I've ever seen a figure. Is there even a figure for him? It's, for for Gandalf or Frodo? It's like no, Star Wars. Frodo. There's no real one main. Character. Yeah, there's a sideshow. Uh, there's an Asmus. There's Toy Biz. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? First? What does that have to do with this figure? Yeah, what the fuck? You're not I'm paying just, attention. Then you ask who's the main I'm character. Saying, I am paying attention. Um, Those memes say otherwise. I mean, I've, I've, I don't even like Lord of the Rings, but this looks really good. It makes me kind of want to get it. it. Makes me kind of want to watch the movie. To be honest, let's fucking go, Fern. Let's fucking go. Um, I um, I I am very excited. If you watch it, Fern. Uh, it's definitely, I think, one of the one of the best book to movie adaptations I think ever. Um, just I'm gonna going that. down. I'm gonna need go, that special cut. There you go. Going down the line, uh, if this does not come with the Moria staff, is that a deal breaker? What do you think, Dean? Um, I don't think it's a deal breaker, uh, especially because now you have options to just buy them on the secondary market. You know, yeah. people parting it out or whatever, or, you know, just finding one. It does seem like a really odd exclusion. Um, yeah. But, I mean, most of most of the accessories are, you know, from the opening of the movie. So, like, I get it. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. Well, ish. I wouldn't say they're all from the opening. Glamdering is only seen. I didn't say they were and all. And the moth. I said most, fool. Well, some. And then the book. I mean, that's like half. I wouldn't even when say is, most. When, when does he see the book? Is that the one? In Balin's tomb. The, in the when they're in the Mines okay. of Moria. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely odd. It's weird because like he's never like in the beginning he's Glamdering is in the cart like he never rocks the sword and the hilt until he has that second uh, staff. Does the Asmus I, I, come with the second staff? It does. Then there you yeah. go. So you have the Asmus one. You just pick this up and you got your staff. There you go. I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. But, I mean, also, you know, I think... <sighs> Two staffs for those... needed. If you're getting a staff... If you didn't give us a staff, okay, you got the one staff. I don't but know. If, the, I'm not a big... Yeah, I'm not a big the, Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah. I'm not in-depth. It, it would be like, like the equivalent of Darth Vader having the wrong lightsaber and... Like, but I appreciate the staff with the pipe in there. You just need the little crystal on top, no? Is that not what totally it is? No, it's, it's a totally... Totally different? Okay, I, yeah. that I don't know. So hopefully they take that feedback. I but will, I, I don't think it's a deal breaker. I will say kind of like what you went back last week, John. You were like, you shouldn't have to futz this, the thing out of the box. That's why the Asmus one is so bad. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, but you also shouldn't have to go buy other figures. 100% I agree with you. Make up yeah. for... 100%. I just, for me personally as a collector... Like my involvement with Lord of the Rings, I don't think it's that big of like for yeah, me it's I not think, that big of a deal. Yeah, I it's, think it's for, kinda like one of those if you know you know, but yeah, I think exactly. enough yeah, yeah. people know that it's wrong. Like I mean, can you imagine if they gave us a light up fucking staff? I mean that shit would, would be bonkers. That that would blow my fucking mind. Uh S Beam with the ten dollar super chat, thank you so much for the support. This Gandalf's face sculpt doesn't work for me. The tailoring is awesome. And the accessories are just meh. I'll stick with my crown series. If they make Gandalf the White, I'm all in. Hashtag Pose Wars fam. What a sweet That's one thing I don't get. Like I've even seen the community and I, I everyone's entitled to their sort of opinion, but 
the the comparison i don't even think it's like i've compared it but i just want to stop because i don't even i think it's i don't even know what words to say when you see people comparing i think they set the bar so high too with that joker because it looked so much like heath like you thought it was real based on the pictures. Yeah. This one would just had a bit of the uncanny valley where it gave you pause, like, oh, it's it's a figure with the heat that was like, damn. One thing, you know, where I one... wish this. Oh, sorry, I was just oh, gonna yeah. say one thing. I wish this where they could have worked on the base. You know, I actually really like it because the Asmus one, it has so much shit on it that by the time you fucking put the, you know, you have the glued in fucking fish tanks you know oh, yeah. fucking the, things the fake, and then yeah. you add the the fence and the mail by the time you put the motherfucking figure on there there's no space i actually appreciate the simplicity i think in this case less is more um but i did want to go back just just briefly i think the paintwork on this portrait is insane oh that's what of, kills it of, yeah. um i don't know what you call them sunspots or whatever yeah. uh the texturing really the the next level. and Liver and spots. And that you know, if if this is the quality we're gonna get as far as the the distance of of the skin to the eye, I think this is perfect. I oh, think, and if we don't, think, even with the Joker, I'll run them through the mill. That's for sure. I'll run them through. You, trust well, me. Yeah. Yeah. They got that has to look just like the prototype. Yeah. Well, uh, within reason. And but then it, also, it has there's to, always a drop. Of course, there's always a drop off, but it has to be like. I'm telling you, right? Like it has to be up. I don't want to see no bucks. It better be. I don't want to see no hot there. toys. But I'll cancel. It'll be straight like that. I won't. I won't buy it. But I don't want to see no hot toys. Bull, where you get the prototype and you get the one in hand, and it's like, what the hell is this? Uh, ben mentioned it, and I, I don't know how accurate this is, but to me, the portrait does <laughs> look a little bit better in the corner of the eyes. I mentioned that they weren't droopy enough, um, but I think. I, I'm glad to see that you can get the hands into the hand wraps. It's not really hand wrap. It's like a sweater with a hole for the thumb. Mm. I'm glad mm -hmm. to see that. And then also this stitching on the uh, left arm here, which was really poorly done on the prototype, looks you know looks as expected. And I think mm -hmm. what I was mentioning last week was that the traveling cloak is what should have that that worn weathered edge, and they have it you know pretty much down down pat here on the prototype so uh, i'm very excited for this i think the colors the drape the portrait i think all together it looks really solid i personally have an extra moria staff so i i'm not particularly bothered by it but i think for the price point i would like to see um i would like to see uh queen all, make that staff and maybe even fixes. Um, did they say if the base was magnetic it is. It, it is, is yeah. awesome. I'm just not a fan the of that. The hands are magnetic also. I, I, I just wish they did better with the base. Even if they gave us like the tr a tree or something. Like, you know, a, a stump or something more to the... I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out the, of my head. The fact that the base is reminiscent of the Moria... like It like, annoys the, me that it's... Yeah, it doesn't have the staff. I, I do have a question about the magnetic hands. Yes. Because, like, magnets don't... I feel like they don't have, like... like Articulation option, yeah. like they they always go back to like the neutral position, right? Yeah, is, yeah I'm not it, sure how like that's gonna work. The magnet, the magnet on the hinge, or I don't. That seems weird to me. Very it's a cool way of doing hands. You're not gonna break well, fucking pegs and shit, but it's a great way to do it because, like I said, when you articulate, you know, either Asmus version, um peg direction and just it, it's a nightmare i i really dislike you know changing the hands out it's it's not fun to be honest die cast sword too i think right i imagine so i'll be honest i didn't read the it'll, description i think it will be um, for sure i know they said it had underwear which i thought a lot of people were joking about um which was kind of funny 
Uh, but let's let's move on. I think we've uh, beat this horse dead, and uh, I've, I'll send this to John, and hopefully they can, um, you know, kind of hear some of our feedback and maybe make some changes to the final product. Uh, released this week, uh, we had the Django Fett, which I think the figure itself looks fine, but there's something about the portrait that I I just don't like, and. I went back and watched the scene again, and he certainly is, you know, a little younger, but I don't know, man. He just looks, like, way too young. Like, maybe maybe 10 years too young from what he looked like in episode two. Uh, we had some collectors share some in-hand photos, and um, with how good the Cody and the Rex portraits mm-hmm. were, mm-hmm. Um, to me, this seems like a miss. And I know a lot of people were saying that as well. Some people were calling it uh, Dean... You said it was Juan Gofet, which I thought was absolutely incredible. And I I mean, I just, I really don't understand how they absolutely blew Cody and Rex out of the water and then are going to give us this portrait when they already had it, like, shrink ray. It, it blows my mind. Yeah, this is, uh, it, it looks like, like they could be cousins. Like, I see him, but also not. Like, okay, like, you're definitely related. You're in the same family, but, um, yeah, I don't, I, I'm with you, Zach. I don't know how they dropped the ball. Not hard. It's not like a really, like, maybe they recovered the ball, but they still fumbled it. You know what I mean? Um, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's, like you said, it's like, how do you nail, that sculpt and then take steps backwards it seems odd um because really the only it was what a year maybe two between episode two and three so it's like he didn't age that much you know if you want to compare you know the rex sculpt to boba fett sure you know you got some years between you know episodes three and return of the jedi or book of boba but from episode two to three, it's such an insignificant amount of time that he wasn't this much younger. So it's it's super odd to me. But like I said, it's not the worst. If you get this figure, you're not going to be all, you know, super upset. But what? why? He's going to have the helmet on, right? Why? No, no. Sorry. You can't justify this when you just, well, not you, but when people are, no, I'm not talking to you directly. I'm saying in general. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. People just call out. Uh, oh well, we don't have the Mora staff, but you're you're agreeing with that. Oh, I'll, I'll still pick this up because oh well, it's not the worst. I'll have the helmet not on. Not I, not I. You, you're you're gonna pick this up. Congratulations, oh, and you don't have to keep the helmet on. But the only person you're doing by picking this up is fooling yourself because you're paying for this portrait. So it, you pay for this portrait. Sure, you're, you're gonna keep it in the box, but then when they do the next portrait and it's half ass as well. And you're going to complain. It's just a vicious circle. Right. bo was like that. This is like that. And don't get me wrong. They do some stellar pieces of work that, that, um, what's that one? Boba Fett from Mando 2. Holy Mac. I think a portrait of the year, to be honest. Uh, and same with the Cody that they did. You can't be giving us that level of work and then putting this out. Unacceptable. I still think it looks like George W. Bush when he was younger. And I got a lot. I got a lot of shit when I said that like a year ago, but um, fool me once. <laughs> yeah, I'm not picking this up. It might be the size of the head though, too, right? Like it's very round, very compared bulbous. to the Cody. Yeah, so yeah, that from might like be, the ears up is very. <laughs> 
Because the features aren't necessarily off, but like the shape is just messed up. I guess let, let me just give my give my thought. Oh, sorry, Ben. Why don't, why don't I was just go gonna say is, while you just while you talk, Marco, can you highlight uh, Doc Smizzle's comment there? Because I think that might be a valid a valid point to it as well. That's uh, the the next one, sir. Not that one, buddy. But uh, the <laughs> I, I just I like the appreciation so much. Uh, the Gian Sanyan uh, did the Django Fett head sculpt. Is what he said above. I don't know how to say his name properly, but it sounds like it's a different artist that did the yeah. original oh, versus this one, right? And yeah. so I think that that makes a big difference. Uh, but go ahead, Marco. Sorry to cut you off, buddy. Not on and, the price, though. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. the thing. And this this was like an older prototype, right? Like this figure they had teased for a while, and it seems like they haven't really made too many changes to the sculpt. I need to see side by side from the proto to the final, but. If it wasn't for the Mandalorian, you know, an all-silver Mandalorian uh, armor would just look awesome, right, on, on the display. So for that reason alone, this, this figure is cool. Um, but the issues with the sculpt, you know, there's, like, just some sizing issues with the armor um, that I've seen. Again, I'm always looking for, like, nitpicks, excuses not to get a figure, right? Like, they've got to earn my money here. Um, and the fact that I'm not, like, a huge, huge fan of the prequels... Um, this one is feeling like either a wait and see or, or a pass for me because it just doesn't feel like the strongest release and there's just too much coming out right now. So the man, the, the Mandalorian armor is really awesome and it looks like the details in that are all great. But yeah, just because of there, there being some imperfections and me not being absolutely in love with the source material, it feels like I can pass. I just see one of our chat members have changed their name to Django Fett. So that's amazing. <laughs> wow, that was fast. <laughs> that was really Jesus. Fast. It's Juan Gofet, not Juango. Oh, what the fuck? You really are good. Don't penalize him, bro. Don't penalize him. I'm sorry. Um, I don't like this head sculpt at all, truthfully. Uh, you know, I know that there are a lot of folks who are really excited for this guy to come out. So uh, I feel bad even admitting it. But I guess real talk is the way to go. And honestly, I would not. Oh, I would not. I would not get this figure, uh, especially because of this head sculpt. I don't think that it is a, an accurate representation of what the character looked like in the films. Um, and for how good some of these other Cody's, uh, or like Cody's or some of the other, well, just essentially the other head sculpts, how good they look, I just don't think that this is, is on par. So um, what did we get a price on this? Or is there a do, is there a do your homework meme? But I, I don't uh, know if this, we, we called that a price. It's 250 on this. but I mean, it was a. This is a really a while ago. Cover yeah. prices okay. on releases. So it's beforehand. Um, yeah. That's fair. I 250 might might be the only the only saving grace, honestly, because I would keep the helmet on 100% if I got this guy. Definitely. 250 Um Now, Moff Gideon uh, was released also. Uh, I've seen a lot of complaints about this portrait. I'll be honest, I don't really care about this character or this portrait so um i i'm not i don't have the eye for this like i do for other characters uh but i think the armor looks excellent i think one of my big positives about it was the yeah you can have a character wearing all black but having that mixed you know gloss and matte and satin you know kind of all together with the fabric uh, i think it looks excellent um i've seen some people photoshop what they think the portrait should look like and in my opinion it looks much worse um so i guess whether you think it's great or not i think it's really up to you but uh, this one did come out also, and I think it looks great in my opinion. Uh, the picture, the picture on the left, he looks a little like sweaty, like he looks real glossy in the head sculpt. He's kind of a shiny guy, though. If I'm being is honest. he? In Better Call Saul, they have a lot of sh shots of him shining, but 
don't know, bro. Um, I, I, people really have a problem with this head sculpt. I thought they nailed it, honestly. Maybe, I, uh-oh. Dean, this is one of those tricky ones, though, where in certain shots it looks really good, like it looks like him, and then certain ones it looks off. And it, you can attribute it to lighting or angle. It's hard to say, but it's still kind of all over the map in terms of the pictures we've seen so far. Oh, yeah, I, I guess maybe I'm with Zach. I, maybe I don't have the eye for this guy, but I I thought it looked really good. I still wouldn't get it, but I just got the Black Series, and even that, I was like, do I really want this? <laughs> uh, I just don't like the character that much. I think I, I, thought, I thought it looked good. I think market-wise, this is the best Gideon we've gotten. Uh, I think I know Sideshow put out their premium format, but that portrait was horrendous. So I think this would take the place nicely. Uh, I don't mind this at all. I, I do wish they gave us the like the nice little touch would have been like the star, the Tie Pilot, um, not the Tie Pilot. What do you call it? Uh, tie Fighter. You know how it, you know how they gave you the base with this. Uh, sideshow statue i would have liked them to give us a nice little intricate base that way but uh from what we're getting out of the box capes fine portrait i'm happy with the portrait i i think the outfit looks great i think this is if you're still completing i, I if you're still completing your mandal display yeah i picked this out i just like I look how long we're waiting to get this i i, I don't know I, I think it's way too long but besides that i think it looks great uh nicolio says the photographer didn't wear gloves you hate to see it Damn it, will you? You hate to see it. Uh, John, it is the time for the, uh, the the sponsor that keeps the show going. Tell us about them. Yes. One Six Corner. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, and best in the business customer service. Collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in-stock figures while our show is live. All you have to do is use code capital C, capital W10. You choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and you leave the rest to them. You're on mute. Damn it. Our topic for tonight is constructive criticism. Thank you, John. Mm -hmm. And um, specifically, I think last week we got a little bit of flack for um, some of the panel, at least, um, for some of our thoughts on the Gandalf or, um, you know, just, just in general. Um, I know we had some comments on the uh, 60 Seconds with John as well. Um, and I think it's important to talk about constructive criticism. And, you know, I think our show's a bit different than a lot of, of shows out there. I think, and we've always been this way, for better or for worse. But I think there's a lot of shows out there that are going to be very positive about anything. You know, regardless of the quality, regardless of the things that it could have been done better, the decrease from a proto to a final um, or what have you. Um, but at collecting weekly, I think we really strive to give an honest take that we truly believe. Like, I don't think any of us have ever censored our opinions um, regardless of how unpopular or popular they were. And, you know, at the end of the day, I, I want every collector that spends their hard earned money on a figure to get what they ordered in a timely fashion as advertised and sometimes you know we we do shit on companies um i remember when we first started we kind of got some flack for how hard we were on molecule 8 and every time a little nugget of news came out we were just down their throats on it and uh, because we I, I really felt and dean as well felt that the writing was on the wall this company was not going to deliver the product they were they were offering 
and a lot of people would be out of a lot of money. And, you know, it, it came to pass and we were right. Um, so I, I think constructive criticism and not being 100% positive is a very good thing uh, for this hobby, uh, especially when you have companies like Queen that are willing to hear that constructive criticism uh, and, and to attempt to, uh, you know, not, not in every case, because in some cases, you know, products have gone into production, it's too late to make changes. But as much as possible, I think it's definitely a great thing that we have a company producing high-end collectibles for statue collectors and one scale collectors that are willing to listen to constructive criticism from collectors. Um, and I'm curious what you guys think about this. Um, you know, we don't usually get like a ton of comments, but I think this week and last week it was like we had quite a bit of like uh, people saying that we had, you know, we complained quite a bit or it was like an overly negative show, but... I think it's because we're passionate because we truly care about these collectibles uh, and these figures and these characters. And we really want, um, we really want uh, to be able to share that opinion. Uh, Sam says, you guys are a couple of cop figures away from being bought. Let's be honest, bro. How you dare are one, you? You are 100% honest, bro. If, if Queen sends me a Gandalf, Queen, if you're listening, I love your boy. I will pray. But, wait, <laughs> Queen's going to send you a Gandalf? Are you nuts? Can you? How dare you? How dare you, John? How dare you? Um, yeah, so I, I'm curious, Dean, um, you've you've been here for a very long time. Um, you know, we've given many positive, many negative opinions uh, yeah. and, and a, a lot of constructive criticism over the years. Um, what role does, does constructive criticism, and I'm not saying like you're going to go out there and just shit on something and not provide a, a, an actual intelligible thought. Right. Um, what's the difference there and, and how do you feel that it, it's a good thing for this community. Yeah. Um, I was talking about this the other day, you know, there's a difference between jumping on, on the, on the Gandalf post and saying, Hey, this figure can use some paint apps on the belt. Um, you know, it's missing the runes on the sword, you know, it should include the staff and leaving it at that. And then, there's a whole other thing jumping on the post and like, this is fucking garbage. Like you're, you're fucking ripping us off. Like that's absolutely, I, there's no place for that. Um, and yeah, being able to have a discussion and you know, cause this is your money, right? These companies are offering you a product that you want and it's your money. And if you're not happy, you should be allowed to say something. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're just entitled. Like, you should be happy you're getting this figure anyway. But it's like, okay, but it, they need to earn my money. Like, if it's not what I'm expecting for the price. You know, like I said, like, the Black Series Boba, it's a $30 figure. I think you get, could it be better? Absolutely. But for the price point, you're getting a banger figure. Now, if it was a $60 figure, I would expect things to be a little different. And you should be able to voice that opinion. Like the thing with the Queen Gandalf. Those little issues need to be fixed if I'm, you know, gonna be paying four fifty, five hundred bucks. Like that should absolutely come out of the box exactly the way you expect it. And if it's not in the prototype and you don't voice that opinion, you have only it, no one to blame but yourself. So offering the criticism of like, hey, this needs to be fixed, do it respectfully. And there's no problem with that at all. It's your money. They want your money. They need to earn it. So 
jumping down someone's throat, you know, maybe we're guilty of it sometimes. Um, but that is also, you know, good conversation and we have fun doing it, but we're also not targeting, you know, people like it'd be very easy to message John from Queens and fucking attack him, you know, but why would you do that? That's a shitty thing to do. So do it respectfully. Um, have fun because you know that's what we're all here for, right? It's having fun. So, um, real real quick before we uh, continue, um, I got a few messages that Queen dropped the yeah, but it's the statue that they dropped. No, the, oh, it the, is the statue. The Dark Knight Joker one fourth. That's why I thought it was originally the statue, and then in the comments they're saying it's the figure. It, it's I the statue. It yeah, no, no, it says it's the statue. You're right. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure that we weren't missing anything. Uh, sorry about that, but uh, John, do you want to continue with yeah, the of uh, discussion? Um, yeah, guys, I don't it. This is an iffy topic for me because I've, I'll speak to myself. I've always been very passionate and I know that my opinions are like maybe bottom of the barrel and, and not a lot of people necessarily agree with me, but you know, when I give an opinion, you're going to get bare bones. I will never, ever, ever, ever sugarcoat a release or sugarcoat anything that I see, I try to rip it apart from top to bottom and I get a lot of flack for it. My whole thing with the community is it's like, you guys got to understand that everybody and their mother is streaming. We're all watching the same news, same figures, same statues. If we all sit in a chair and just praise what kind of fun what show are we going to have? I it's got a circle jer jerk and it could be fun. We got yeah. six panel members here. If we all just sat here and Damn. said, yeah, yes, man. Oh my God. Yes, please pre-order. Yes. And didn't give our own personal opinions. How much fun would that be? It wouldn't be a show. What, what would be the point of streaming? I'm, I've always been the one, Hey, all of you're going to give your opinion, give your opinion. Just be respectful. Don't start calling people stupid. And the R word here and dumb and, it's nice to get into banter, you know, you, you shoot some, shoot some shots and yeah, but respectfully, that's my sense. I guess I'll, I'll hop in here hearing some silence. So I have a lot to say on what John said and what Dean said. Uh, Dean was talking about, you know, kind of where things veer into hate speech and like targeting the artists and that's this type of stuff that I always hate. It's just, you know, we all have roles to play here on this panel, right? We're expressing our opinions, and you always do get our very raw opinions, but it is not targeted at um, a specific person, right? Maybe at a corporation or a company saying, hey, we want you to do better. This isn't up to the standards that we're setting, but it's not never intended to be, to be hateful. I will say, you know, th these figures or whatever collectible we're talking about are works of art, right? And, and it's subjective. So, you know, one thing may look really great to somebody and may look like dog shit to somebody else. And, and that's fine. And if you want, you know, uh, someone to agree with all the time, I, I wouldn't understand why that would be the perspective you want. Sometimes you do want to be reassured that you're right. Like, oh, I want to get this figure. Let me hear someone say, actually, yeah, it is great. You should get it. Sometimes that's what you want, but sometimes you also need the opposite opinion. And so that's why it's really great to get a bunch of, of sampling. So folks that are, you know, get upset with someone because they're offering a different opinion, I don't necessarily understand or agree with. 
Um, but I could see how that could be kind of damaging to one's ego when you feel strongly about one thing and you hear someone saying the opposite. Poor Zach. Especially with stupid points. <laughs> the Django figure. With stupid, <laughs> with stupid points. But that, but that's fine, though. And that's, that's why it's, it's all... When you had that Django figure and we all shit on it. Oh, I thought you were about Django Fett. I was like, no. oh, we all just universally rose. Bro, I, I literally threw that figure away like 10 minutes after I opened it. Like in the guard, like literally in the dumpster, bro. But oh, damn, I'll tell you, as a streamer, you got to have patience because there's some comments you read and hear. It's like, wow, how do you not rip this to shreds? One but thing, I think there is a way to... Oh, go, go ahead, Zach. If I could just maybe give a, a yeah. nugget here. John's 100% right. You do have to have patience because we do, uh, you know, get it pretty good. I know last week when I was talking about the Gandalf thing, a number of comments came in, and, and it's fine. Um, but people also have to realize it's almost like, Dean, when, when we were, like, in the middle of COVID, not that I think we're particularly out of COVID, but every week the science was going so fast that we were learning things. Uh, how, this is how it's transmitted, and this, and this is what you can do. And it, it wasn't a perfect science, right? It, science was happening in real time developing as new information came out people were reacting and opinions were changing that's how it is with us right we get a nugget of a photo of a figure and we're a weekly show so right we have to talk about it and the next we get maybe we get a little bit more and the next we get a little bit more and then we finally get the big reveal and then it's about a year then we finally get the release so you know we're reacting to these things in real time as they happen with only as much information as anyone else has our takes might not always be the best, but they're genuine based on the information at oh, the time. Hundred percent. Yeah, we always come back. And, fun. Oh, go, go ahead, Dean. Oh, I was gonna say we always come back and say, "Hey, I was wrong," or at least I like to think we do. Yeah. We have a we have, we have a clip for it. You know, like oh, I've I, that <laughs> was a hot take. <laughs> yeah, we. I it was a hot take, and now I, and I said it today about the Gandalf. Like I'm yeah. a changed man. But with more like, info, your, your your opinion can evolve. And yeah, exactly. You're entitled to change your opinion as new information becomes yeah. available. Right. Yeah, yeah I changed my was... tune on on the Queen Gandalf. I think I think yeah. seeing, you know, the full product now, I think it's much better than but initially. You should thought. just listen to Jonathan a little bit more. That's all. Oh, I mean, <laughs> a, a broken just clock. Have is right. faith. Have <laughs> faith. If the guy would raise his standards, then all right. Oh. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, wow. Marco, my standards are so high, you couldn't even reach it with a stepping stool. But, you know why Marco say, doesn't like the Gandalf? Because Gigi said no. That's why she didn't. He asked her. She said no. And that's why it's called wrong. the She Said No podcast. That's it. John, I've also seen the curb appeal of your home, and it looks great, so I know your standards are high. What does my home have to do with anything? You can see it from space. He's saying you have high standards. Do I? Oh, okay, nice. But I I will just say, like, this is all supposed to be fun, right? And I know we sometimes lose sight of that, and, you know, folks in the community can lose sight of that, but this is all fun banter. We enjoy doing this. And the moment that it becomes toxic, maybe we should step away for a second, you know? And I know I catch myself contributing to that toxicity so if i'm there i would appreciate being called out on it but we're having fun yeah with it. you're talking and that's fun. the great thing about having the live chat we get to see hear your guys opinion too and you could tell us you know when we're wrong or when we're right and uh, obviously it feels a little better when you side with us but you know you you guys got voices too Let it, yeah. bring them off Just in the make comments. sure it's the right voices if it's not so. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like some people um watch these videos to get other people's opinion and then get mad when they don't hear what they want to hear. And it's like, you know, we don't sugarcoat shit. You know, it's like there's many people here that disagree and that agree. And we go back and forth. And I think that's the beauty of it. When in some of their videos, they're just all 
you know oh, I love agreeing it. with everything Beautiful. you know hopping hopping on the hopping on the d and it's just like you know confirmation um, bias for and you're exactly yeah, right. just, like people want to hear what they what they think back yeah. to them I feel, like, I feel like collecting weekly is like the wild, wild west. You never know what you're going to hear and what you're going to see. And Someone just will like, just get randomly slam dunked on out of nowhere. It's fucking incredible. Jesus. Sam says, I always find the show as a whole helps me make a more educated purchase, and it is helpful at the end of the day. How much do I want that figure on my shelf? But you guys always help. Thank you, Sam, for the comments. I knew I liked that Sam guy. I love there, Sam. Was a time, a- there was a time not long ago that I was the only person I even knew that collected hot toys or collectibles like we all talk about week over week. Uh, and then I found these communities and these groups and these chats and Facebook groups and all the good stuff. And I found that it gave me people to talk to these things about and get excited with. Um, and it wasn't very long before I saw some of the negativity. I do think that constructive criticism when it comes to figure quality and paint apps and cut and sew and all of the stuff makes a difference and it does force companies to improve. What I hate seeing uh, the most is when people try and squash other people's excitement. You can objectively think that a figure is bad for all of the reasons I just mentioned, paint, cut and sew, all of the things. But when you see the folks, you know, post a picture that they just received a collectible and they're really excited and like, hey guys, look what just showed up and they're they're wanting a little bit of like, hey, nice nice job, man, nice purchase. Uh, and people are all over them with criticism of that figure specifically and making that, that person feel like their purchase was bad or was a dumb decision. That's really what that bothers me, I think. And so I find it difficult to sometimes be negative about anything I'm talking about in my own videos or on the channel here because a lot of what I'm looking at I I just like, just genuinely like. And the things that I'm reviewing or talking about that I like usually come off as as pretty positive. Um, But at the end of the day, it also, it's not negative to to provide criticism when it comes to to certain things. It's just, I think, the the delivery that makes the biggest difference. Um, And I think if our group can show that we can talk about challenges and things that we don't love like you know john doesn't like talking about star trek but he still is willing to hear me talk about it week over week um because there are people here that that do care about it and are passionate about it um and and one day i may convert john's opinion uh, on star trek right uh just the more i talk about it but um Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> he's like, no. The jury's hey, still He's there, He's gotten me, listen, he's gotten me to look on Facebook Marketplace for Star Trek stuff to send to him. There so you go. it's there a step in the right direction. That is a step in the right direction. But I think it, it, it is it is easy to be negative for the sake of being negative. It is harder to be constructive for the sake of being constructive. And I think that's really what we should try and focus on just as a overall community. Um when you hear us talking about how much we love certain things, it's legitimately because we do love it. And even in the backstage, sometimes we'll talk for 30 or 40 minutes after the show just about the cool shit that we love. And those are some of my favorite parts, the people in the community that talk about it, uh, who get excited about these things. So uh, I don't know where I was going with my point. I just love y'all and 
Thanks for listening to our negativity and or positivity all at the same time. Hey, can I give a recent example of something that, you know, I really enjoy, which is The Departed, right? So I was really excited for everyone to watch. And, you know, Zach and Dean didn't love it. And I was bummed that they didn't love it, but I was really intrigued to hear why they didn't, right? Like why it didn't resonate with them, why it didn't connect. And so at the end of the day, like, okay, we'll agree to disagree. It's a a film that I really enjoy, but didn't connect with you. And that's totally fine. And it's cool to have that conversation. 100%. Now, on the flip side, though, there's things that you guys really enjoy that we haven't, like uh, Training Day, fucking banger film, bro. Um, Sam says even just hearing a real discussion of multiple opinions on different sides should at least help someone know where they fall on the subjects. Uh, six scale separatist. I always form my own opinion and don't let others influence. That said, I find it interesting on how diverse people's opinions are in collectibles. I'm interested in. That's why I enjoy the show. Thank oh, you for appreciate tuning that. In. Um, let's change pace just a touch. Uh, most sentimental collectible, and I'm going to pick two. Dean, you've been my friend for a very long time. Do you know what my most sentimental collectible is? And do you know what my favorite figure in my collection is? Oh, man. I'm, I'm just curious. Sentimental, I think I know. Sentimental is the Stormtrooper that you won when uh, Vivi was born. That is close. That oh really should be the number one. But no. Wow. Um, favorite figure, do you know? Uh, is one of your Bumblebees? No. Wow. The, the bowl. Wow, I'm totally bumble. off. Okay, uh, most sentimental figure. Um, this was back back when the first, the first, the Force Awakens had just come out, and I was I was looking high and low for Captain Phasma, and around this time, I, th- I want to say Victoria was still in school, and she would uh, commute about an hour, because she had lived with me, and when I moved back, you know, she was just commuting, and um, she had stopped at like. You know, four or five Targets, Walmarts, whatever, on the way from San Marcos to where I live in San Antonio. And uh, she didn't find it, but she's like, I got you a surprise. And she came home with a Funko Pop unmasked Darth Vader, which probably one of my favorite scenes in Star Wars. One of my my favorite character in Star Wars as well. And um, I put it in a, in a, I think it's called a pop stack. It's like an acrylic pop box. And that's that to me, this is my most sentimental figure. Uh, I have very fond memories of of that experience. Uh, my favorite figure is my NECA Gypsy Danger. I fucking love that figure, and I've had it for a while. It was like a Grail figure for me. And yeah, that's fair. two a.m. Some dude listed it like, "Hey, I need some quick cash." I was like, "Bro, come down now." And he like drove like at three in the morning. He's like, "Dude, I need cash like now." I was like, "You know, come down and uh, I, I, I got PayPal ready, bro." Um, never underestimate the PayPal ready. And I'd love to hear in the comments if you guys could tune in as well. Um, Boogie Manny says, most sentimental Hot Toys 89 Batman. and you love it. Hot Toys That's Robocop. awesome. We got Manny the 89 Batman. That as, was a uh, grail <clears throat> of his for years. It was a grail of his. We got it for his uh, wedding as a gift from all the yeah. groomsmen. And then Seth as well pitched in. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, Dean, I'm curious. Uh, most sentimental, most favorite figure. <laughs> Uh, most sentimental is probably my Hot Toys Anakin. Uh, close would be Commander Fordo, but the reason I picked Anakin was <clears throat> Rainer uh, on the show, the other Zach, um, uh, right before Rogue One came out, like the literally like three days before, he got hit by a car. Uh, horrible accident, almost died. 
and um, I was pretty much there every step of the way. I went to see him in the hospital. Then when he transferred out to the rehab center, I would go there almost, you know, every every other day, spend time with him. You know, then he got moved back home, and he was pretty much <clears throat> in a chair for like a year. You know, he couldn't walk. And um, one day he was like, hey, man, like, name something you want and I'm going to get it for you because, like, you've been here, like, next to me by my side this whole time and, like, you've never wavered and I know it's difficult. And <clears throat> he bought me the Hot Toys Anakin um, as a thank you. And uh, I, not only is that one of the greatest Hot Toy figures ever released, but uh, yeah, it was from Rainer for, you know, um, all that he went through. So I love that thing. I'll, I'll never get rid of it, Rag. How could I? So, uh, and then my favorite figure currently, it'll probably change in a couple days, and we'll tell that story in a couple minutes, um, is my Cloud Strife on Fenrir, the player at Sky. It's absolutely massive. It's beautifully, like, crafted it's a wonderful figure uh pretty much everything i could have ever wanted in a, in a cloud figure because he's my favorite character of all time so yeah that one's easily my favorite uh let me just get through these comments real quick oilers workshop says power of the force orange card of boba fett first new figure i ever purchased with my own money single songwriter says most sentimental old ben kenobi hot toy and favored princess leia hot toy from a new hope Sam says G1 Optimus Prime sealed in the box straight from my childhood. Still remember the Kmart I got my original from. Damn, how did you not open that as a little kid? Love to hear it. That's wild. That's how you got to raise them young. Don't open anything. <laughs> how about you, John? Um, I'm going to go with Mark 1. Iron Man Mark... No, Iron Man Mark 3 by Hot Toys. 2008 release. First Hot Toys that ever touched these hands back in 2008. And I remember opening it and I just said to myself, oh, this is going to be a downhill slope. Because, you know, it's your first, it was your first hot toy. So uh, I remember that good. And I'll say a statue too. And then my another sentimental piece would be the uh, Sideshow Collectibles, the Adam Hughes Mary Jane, where she's bent over the laundry basket. Uh, with his suit, holding a suit. That was my first statue. So those two are, are the ones that hold the most sentiment for me because it's what got me into collecting. Um, for me, it would be the most sentimental would be the Toy Story Woody that I got back in 1995 when the movie first came out. And it's been with me all these years. It's torn, it's battered, it's dirty, it's... Yeah, it's it's been through a lot with me. It's my favorite toy that I've ever had. It's one of my first toys. Um, it's one of the toys that I, I want to be buried with when I die, to be honest. Like, that's is coming with me. Um, and probably my favorite right now would probably be uh, my Grail, the Hot Toys DX11. Uh, so much so that I have two of them, which I'm selling one, by the way. Which one was DX11? Any, any, anybody you need one? Joker? Yeah. Yeah, the Joker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Joker. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's mine. Sweet. All right, Fern, let's talk. So I would say my there first sentimental, or my most sentimental 
collectible, just like John. And this is going to date where I started collecting, right? The, the concept art Captain America was that first hot toy that I ever got. And that, again, it opened the floodgates. Like once I saw it, like, oh shit, these are really awesome. Like, I don't think I'm just going to get one. And so the, the silver and black on the shield, like I'm a big Raiders fan, as you guys all know. So that figure just will never leave the collection. I would say my favorite hot toy is probably the BVS Batman. I just really like that suit from Batman vs. Superman. And I've got the custom cape on it as well. And I just think uh, overall, just it's just a really cool representation. Really interested to see what uh, InArt might do if it's going to potentially replace this one. Um, but really, really enjoy just the colorway, the black, the thick neck, the, the gray. It just all comes together for me. And so for me, I would say my most sentimental uh, is it goes back a couple years ago. Uh, Shauna, my fiance, she had to go through a pretty difficult surgery, um, which meant that she wasn't going to be able to have kids. And uh, after that point, we, um, you know, we had a good six weeks of, of recovery for her where, you know, I was kind of kind of like uh, Dean was saying earlier, kind of at her bedside most of the time. And uh, when she finally got through that recovery period, um, she was like, you know, like, I want to, I want to treat you, you know, what are you, what are you wanting right now? Like, what is what, like, is there anything that you're, you're kind of looking for? And at the time I only had my DX12 Batman, so I didn't have any of the, the hot toys you guys see behind me. And, uh, I was at the time really having a great time looking at the, uh, the Deadpool 2 figure. Uh, I thought he was really cool. And so Shauna went out and, uh, figured out a way she'd never, she'd never bought anything from Sideshow before she signed up for her own, her own account and got uh, Deadpool 2 for me for my birthday. Now, side note, she did open that figure uh, at her workshop, uh, before I get a chance to. So note to self, if, uh, if you're just getting into the Hot Toys game, don't let your fiance open your figures for you. <laughs> but, uh, it was very meaningful because it also meant like she, she wasn't, a, she doesn't collect much in the way of toys or anything like that. She doesn't see as much value in it as I do. Um, and so it was cool to have that support with somebody I intended to marry that she was willing to still support my, my collecting and, uh, you know, the things that I think are cool, even if she just does not see it necessarily in the same way. So that was definitely very sentimental. Um, I'd say that my, my favorite hot toy behind me is kind of a mixture of three. I actually have a really hard time narrowing it down. Um, the DX11 Joker is the one that I sought out for a decade to get, so getting that in hand uh, was amazing, but I am holding holding my breath for uh, for this new Queen Studios one, so I wonder if it'll replace it in my mind's eye, but I also really liked um, my uh, Empire Strikes 40th Anniversary Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett. Uh, that figure is just amazing to look at and all the cool stuff he comes with. Um, and then lastly, I would say that my, uh, upgraded suit, Spider-Man, I got that figure and did not expect to like it nearly as much as I did. And it's a awesome, awesome figure and he's so much fun to pose. So that was a hard one to narrow down for me, but the sentimental Deadpool one for me definitely will always hold, uh, hold the greatest spotlight in my collection from Shauna. Um, single songwriter says, um, oh, I actually got that one already. That was a beautiful story, by the way, Ben, thank you for sharing that. Uh, SpongeBob Squareball says sentimental hot toys Astro Boy favorite ACG Teddy Boy uh, H Green thirteen thirteen my most sentimental for me is my hot toys Light Side Anakin because that was my first my favorite is the OG Mando 
Uh, Sam Gist, my first Hot Toys was Superman Returns. New, had to order from China before Sideshow was ever involved. Uh, and Sam says, it's Fern's favorite puzzle, his puzzle from Legoland. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, does anyone else have anything they'd like to share uh, before we move on uh, to a, a wonderful story that Dean had uh, with one of our sweet, sweet Patreones? No? Uh, Dean, tell us, tell us what happened this week. Yeah, so this story starts off, I think it was uh, summer 2020. A pre-order went up, two pre-orders went up for two Cloud Strife figures from Pharmacy 7, one VTS and one Game Toys. Now, the VTS one I pre-ordered pretty much immediately. It came out first, and I ordered it uh, from a guy here in town. And then when the second one got announced... I asked the same guy, I was like, hey, are you, like, can you get this figure? And by the time he was able to be like, no, nah, there's no way for me to get a hold of this pre-order. Like, none of my suppliers have it. I missed the pre-order. They all sold out. And I was like, okay, like, it's not a big deal. I, I got one, so it's not the end of the world. <sighs> Little did I know that I got the wrong one because the game toys came out and blew the VTS out of the water, no contest. This figure is incredible. All the reviews I've seen, it's just a, a whole cut above. And very quickly, I think it retailed for like 170. Uh, very quickly, it was it rose up in price. And someone posted it uh, maybe like a month ago for 450. <laughs> Um, and I was like, there's, I'm not paying 450 at all. So I asked my buddy, uh, Will Fox vacation. I was like, Hey man, like what's a fair price on this? And he was like, 450 is a really fair price. So I was like, what? So I go on eBay and look, and they're regularly selling for like six by itself. Cause there's two versions, the regular and the deluxe that comes with the bike. And the one with the bike is selling for like a thousand. And I was like, bro, like, I'm just going to have to not own this figure ever. Like, I'm at that point where I'm okay not owning it. There's no way I'm spending that kind of money. And I, I looked all the time for it and it sold out, sold out, sold out. Nobody, even again, on eBay, prices are crazy. I was like, hey, maybe I'll try um, AliExpress. Same shit, four fifty with fifty dollars shipping. I was like, bro, like, forget this. So I do. I forget about it. Well, Brenton messages me yesterday. Sweet angel, Brenton. Catch him on John Show, Collectors Club, and Small Talk. Yes, and Monday nights unboxing. And Monday nights unboxing. Yeah. He messaged me. He's like, hey man, is this the figure you're looking for? And it was the VTS cloud. I was like, no, unfortunately, I own this one. The one I'm looking for is the game toys. Not even like a minute goes by and he sends me a link for the game toys cloud. And I was like, this is either not going to be in stock. Like maybe he missed it on the page where it says like a uh, wait list full or whatever. Or closed. Or it's going to be so expensive that I'm just, you know, going to have to tell him like, oh, thanks, but no. So I click the link, add the cart, 220 bucks. I was, I could not click the button fucking fast enough. So I do it. 
I order the finger. And I'm like, bro, I'm half expecting an email saying like, oh, this wasn't actually in stock. Sorry. So I get an email. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Click it. Order confirmed. I was like, oh, shit. It actually went through. This is fucking insane. And then, you know, I'm a pessimist. I'm like, oh, like, I just like keep expecting to get an email, right? So I, I, uh, I go out to eat and I dropping my mom off and I get a, I get an email shipping. Uh, here's your fucking shipping notification and here's your tracking. So it's on the way today right now. Um, I don't know when it's going to get here. Brenton, you fucking sweet angel kept an eye out for me. Absolutely. Didn't ha I didn't ask him to, he just did it cause he's a fucking angel and he saved me gobs and gobs of money. Cool. Yeah, Gabagool. And yeah, it was just one of the sweetest things. I was totally blown away that he was able to do that because I had given up. I completely just gave up. So I'm super excited. How much does it go for in the secondary market? Dude, like 600 like on the low end. And I almost bought the Jesus. one that was 450 but I, it was 450 and then he was like not including shipping. I was like, bro, you're already making like hand over fist like amount of profit on this figure like i'm also not gonna pay shipping so i didn't even bother messaging him because like i said the on ebay they were 600 minimum and then like 650 and then like 625 with like 30 dollars shipping i was like forget it like i'm over it so yeah i got it for after after shipping I, it was like 230 have you on, it was ikea hobbies and it's on the way it's on the way yeah we should do a live unboxing just to make oh, sure like yeah i, I messaged sean because sean got his he's waiting for it and uh he he wanted to do an unboxing on on mondays with john and he was like dude do you want to go i was like fuck no i'm not gonna be there i'm gonna be so sad like i'm gonna be so upset that it's not my figure like i don't even want to watch the unboxing bro now you guys will do it together yeah, and he was like, dude, now you can join me in unboxing. So, yeah, we'll see when I get it. And uh, hopefully it'll be this week. So, Brenton's going to need a few extra pew pew pews at the end. Uh, oh, the my God. Tonight, buddy, no. I he think. Needs, so. he, he needs fucking, <laughs> he needs a pee pee touch, bro. Wow. That's what he needs. Well, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> We were we were gonna share that during new this week, but I think we got a little too excited to get into the news. Uh, but what a wonderful story, and uh, I hope it works out for you. Yeah. Our movie of the week, picked by Ben, was The Edge of Tomorrow. When yes. Earth falls under attack from invincible aliens, no military unit in the world is able to beat them. Major William Cage, an officer who has never seen combat, is assigned to a suicide mission. Killed within moments, Cage finds himself thrown into a time loop in which he relives the same brutal fight and his death over and over again. Um, I went into this movie completely blind as to what it was uh, in, when it came out. And... I just remember just being completely blown away by this film. Um, obviously, it you know kind of has the Groundhog Day you know sort of setup, uh, which you know I guess you can get that from the title of the film. But what a what a fucking film! I mean the 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 way that he goes into the first battle, can't even barely walk in this exosuit to like the end when he's like you know doing backflips and shit uh, is incredible. Emily Blunt, I think, does a great job in this film. 
uh, Tom Cruise kills it as well. And um, it, it's such a different film, you know, very non-linear plot. Um, it's such a different film, and it 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 really is like a one-of-a-kind film. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a movie like this, and it's... It, it's just an absolutely banger film. Uh, and I know Dean said it last week, but it was also like kind of a little bit of a bonding thing for me and Dean with this film. So uh, I, I, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It has a great um, alien design, some great tech, some great action, you know, kind of like small humor sprinkled throughout. And um, it's, it's, it's such a, such a different film that, um, I think if you're if you're into any of those things, you know, war movies, alien movies, sci-fi, etc., it's a huge disservice that you're not uh, if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, this movie, um, man, it's so cool, bro. Uh, I, a lot of people don't know this. It's actually based off of a manga, a Japanese uh, comic. It's called. It's so All dope you that they kill. give her the big sword too to like. It's what the hell, bro? <laughs> Just interjected right there. Oh, my bad. I was. I enjoyed this movie. Don't ruin it, Dean. Talking about manga. <laughs> I know. I was like, I know John's not gonna like to hear that. Princess Mama Fuku. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's a. Uh, it's. It's a little different. Like they. They look more like uh, Master Chief in the manga. They have like yeah. suits, not exosuits. So I thought that was a nice little touch, um, to change it up a bit. Uh, I've never read the manga, so I don't know how different it is, but it was based off of that. Um, yeah, this movie, oh, bro. I went in expecting this to be the greatest movie of all time, and uh, I wasn't disappointed. It's not the greatest movie of all time, but it's such a fucking banger. Like, the CG is so well done. Like, it doesn't feel, like, even now, it doesn't feel outdated. It's very gritty. Um like Zach said, there's not really a, a time loop movie quite like this. Most of them are like comedies and like, mm-hmm. oh, I gotta have the perfect day and then it like ends. Groundhog Day, sort of. Yeah, thing. I gotta, you know. Yeah, it, it's it's very different and um, it's kind of refreshing and the way it happens, you know, how he gets the power is kind of. It's a little kind of like MacGuffin-y, but it works, right? You need you need something to drive the story. Yeah. And yeah, Emily Blunt, banger. Uh, not only is she beautiful, but her character is like actually fucking awesome. Um, the scene. I don't want to go too heavy in the spoilers in case someone hasn't seen it, but the scene where um, they're in like a little barn, and he's giving her coffee the sugar scene yeah and like he knows exactly how she likes her coffee and she's like how many times have we done this like she starts to figure it out that like he's the stalling such a good scene dude um oh my god this this movie is just so good I, yeah if, zach, if you have not watched this like zach said you're doing yourself a disservice go find it stream it it's incredible I uh, I wish Ben your taste in figures was the same as your taste in movies because this was <laughs> wow. this was great. This I was shocked. I wasn't expecting this. And when I found out it came out in 2014, I was so disappointed because it's like you had this in the background you could have watched. And if it wasn't for you, I don't think I ever would have ever watched it. Um, IMDb 7.9 out of the 10. Rotten Tomatoes 91. percent 
in the beginning you're kind of like okay but damn when that first groundhog uh episode happens when he goes back and then you're like he starts getting really into it and it wasn't like they repeated it constantly it's like they give you uh bits of the past and then they incorporated bits of the future so it was it wasn't like it was constantly being repeated i loved it i liked the um where he got to the point where he's talking to what was it the j crew or so what was the j j crew or something like that right yeah and uh how they convinced them afterwards i thought that was so cool and when they go into the office to speak to the general and they had to like choreograph their whole well someone's coming from the left and this and that i thought that was awesome um what else was interesting about it the action scenes in the beginning were really cool you know what i want to see i'd love to see a prequel of um her experience in verdun yes that i think that would be really a really yeah, cool thing yeah because she's to do. like a legend when the movie starts yeah like you hear yeah, everything everybody. about verdun but they don't yeah. get into details about it so yeah dude the that ending fucking tired. the ending was a little like you kind of i don't know i had to go back and kind of read up on it i get where what they were trying to do but i would have liked it to end a little bit differently yeah the ending was a little odd. it was a little uh but um like you grow so attached to to Tom Cruise's character, and you feel bad for him. You really do, but that's all rectified by the end. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool, um, especially the scene when they get into that car crash, and then you see him getting the blood transfusion, and you're like, you know what just w- went down? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck. it's like fuck. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Ben, awesome, awesome pick movie, awesome movie. Man. Glad you liked it, Ben. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say uh, a couple things. So I hadn't watched this. I had watched this. I thought last week when I picked it that I'd never seen this before. And then I started watching it in the first 10 minutes. I was like, oh, I have 100% seen this. So uh, second watch was fantastic. I did enjoy it. I liked seeing Bill Paxton again. Uh, rest in peace to Bill Paxton because he was an amazing actor and such a powerful voice. Oh, he died? Uh, yeah, he, oh, yeah he died a couple years ago, I think 2017. Oh, wow. 2017. Yeah. Um, so aw- awesome actor. And just like, again, such a powerful voice as the general that, you know, uh, kind of rinses and repeats his speech every time that the timeline resets. Um, I loved the action and I thought the CG and everything, especially for the year this came out, was literally amazing. Uh, the aliens look really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Some of these scenes, uh, when he's, you know, you can tell he's like, he's starting to count his steps and, you know, he like, he knows yeah. when things are going to happen. That reminded me of some challenging video games I've played in the past <laughs> where it's like you die so many times that you get it's to true. the point where you know exactly where to stand, exactly when to run, exactly when to shoot. Uh, and it, you know, it's fulfilling when you see him get kind of through these checkpoints, uh, closer and closer to the end. Um, the one thing that took me out of the story just a little bit was uh, the chemistry between him and Rita. And I think only because um, they play it in the movie as though their feelings are developing slowly. But really, it's like it's his feelings are developing for her. But for her, it's the same day over and over again. So I found it a little unrealistic that by some of the final days of the movie... I, that she seems like she's falling for him, even though it's, it should technically be the same amount of hours in the day. But that he they knows live everything every she day. likes by then, though, right, Ben? Like he exactly. So play to every yeah, and she can understand yeah. what he went through to get to where they're at. So exactly, I, I, I think, think that you're, that, I that think you're right, me. but yeah, that that helped it be 
passable. I think that was the only thing that was going, ah, okay, like, why is she falling so hard for him? I can see the other way around for sure, but, bro, but I guess Tom you're Cruise, right. I fall for him, bro. Yeah, he's a charming guy. He's a charming guy. Um, and, you know, Tom Cruise always has to r- ride a motorcycle in a film, so we got to see his uh, Dude, iconic ride when that happened, movie. I was like, this is the most <laughs> useless scene. I was like, this is such a Tom Cruise ego stroke <laughs> scene. When did he ride a motorcycle? When he 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 get, eventually gets tired of seeing her die, yeah. So he, he like goes off base and goes to a bar. Goes to the bar, but they show him. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where yeah, the yeah, fuck did yeah. you get the motorcycle? Where'd yeah. you get? <laughs> so I thought that was funny, but uh, but otherwise, I mean, I thought the movie like obviously it had to find an ending some way or another. Uh, I thought it was cool that you got to figure out that these aliens actually have a pretty high level of intelligence and mm. that they've strategized this plan. That it's not just them being crazy alien creatures. Uh, but I always like a good end of the world movie, and I would 100% recommend uh, this uh, to watch if you don't get a chance, if you have never got a chance to see it. And it is on Canadian Netflix. I think it's on American Netflix as well. So, very good. I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah, it almost reminded me of like Starship Troopers, where they're not just crazy aliens; they're yeah. highly intelligent. Yeah, that, that mm-hmm. was that was cool. Thought that was cool. It is my Do choice. You- oh, I'm sorry, Marco, please. No, go go for it, Zach. No, Marco and Fern got to talk. Yeah, Fern's got to say something. <laughs> yeah. So, damn, damn, you hate to see it. So, Dean, sorry to interject while you were speaking, but I was saying it was cool that they gave her the big anime sword, right? Like, they, that carried yes. over from... Right? So, love this movie. I think, you know, so Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise are in two of the movies, um, well, well, three if you count this one, where it's like I go in hearing the buzz and thinking it'll be good, and then it even ends up exceeding my expectations. So this movie, A Quiet Place and Mission Impossible oh. Fallout are like movies where I was like, okay, I heard it's good. And then I'm like, oh, I'm sucked in. Like yeah. this is like people doing their craft at the highest level and like really stripped down storytelling. So this is just what I really prefer, right? Like claustrophobic stripped down storytelling that like starts and then just doesn't stop. So this movie, right, like starts with all the little clips and it's like getting you immersed right away. And how relatable is it to like, okay, they, first of all, they take Tom Cruise, one of the baddest action stars, right? Like one of the coolest action stars and make him this weenie. Like the rest of us, if we were just forced into combat, like he's thrown into it, you would have the same thing. Like, fuck, let me get out of this any way that I can. So his character is like so relatable. I, I would have won- the the sergeant or the major or whatever had that piece of paper. It's like, it says you're a deserter. Yeah. You can try any way to make a phone call and, and <laughs> compromise the options. I would have 100% did what he did and said, do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sir, I do not. <laughs> just had it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so just to see him try to scramble, right, and, like, trying to figure out how to turn on his safety, it's just, like, it's just so well done, and you're just there with him. Like, you feel like, oh, fuck, he's not equipped for this. And then, you know, as, as things progress, I just really like the character design and then the MacGuffin, as you mentioned, of how he kind of gets this power. It just all made sense to me. And just, I think as John said, like it doesn't tread, retread too much stuff. Like it gives you the snippets that you need to know. And some of those kind of stick in your mind. Um, so just like so incredibly well done. And um, Emily Blunt's just so terrific in this. Like it's just so gorgeous. And I, I think the two leads were just phenomenal. I can't say enough good things about this movie. It's just really one of my um, pleasant surprises. One question for the group. Is it now called Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat? Like, they changed it after the... Yeah, it used to just be Live, Die, Repeat, and then they changed it. Yeah. 
So I yeah. think I think officially it's just called Edge of Tomorrow. I think they changed it. The, they removed the live die repeat for some. Wasn't it for some like, um, you know, tripping crybaby thing reason. nowadays? Yeah. Oh, a Probably. spoiler reason or something. I don't know. Okay, PC but, stuff, bro. Yeah, well, yeah. it's just a, it's a shame that this movie bombs, so we'll probably never get another. But um, yeah, just like just such a banger, guys. If you fu- if you fucking say oh, what I think you're about fuck. to say for the second row, you're never coming back. Shoot him, see if he comes back with Fern. a movie watched. Terrible vibe. Fern, just fucking I die, bro. What the? Don't repeat. land the street. <laughs> I couldn't find Play. it. Where was it on? Jesus Christ! Netflix. You gotta let us know if you can't find it. At, at least come video. up with some excuse and say you watched the day after tomorrow, and 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 you know what I mean. Like you have watched Fern, the wrong movie. Fern, I Fern, haven't even bro. seen half of what you talk <laughs> about. I just bullshit it. Come on, man. You gotta, Jesus, Fern, better, two weeks bro. in a row. No wonder I tried to skip it. Jesus, Dennis, it's okay, so good Fern. this movie. Don't worry about Jesus. it. Jesus, I watched it tonight. No. Love you, Fern. Don't don't miss out on this one, bro. You will enjoy it. Like definitely. Yeah, no, it's worth a watch. You'll you watch it at the edge of tomorrow. It'll be twelve o'clock his time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, what's your pick? Here we go, guys. My pick for movie of the week is it's gonna be some like war crime. I don't know. Let's Evangelion three oh. oh baby, let's fucking go. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. It's uh, Oh, I was like, wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, that movie was fucking terrible. Uh, it is uh, The Usual Suspects. What the hell is that? Okay. With, the Usual uh, Suspects. Kaiser Soze, yeah? Kaiser Soze, yeah. Let me see if I have it here. It's on, uh, I think Ben said it was on Canadian Netflix. Okay, Bro, good. I already know the next I movie. I think I saw it on there. The Usual what Suspects? What movie are you picking? Um, the Usual Private Suspects. Chat. Private Chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also on YouTube. I sent the link. It was for free on YouTube. You can watch it. Uh, no, we don't on have YouTube. it on YouTube on Netflix here. Yeah, just type in the usual suspects on YouTube. You can watch the whole. It's movie. there. Okay. Uh, that's it's my on week. Prime as well. If okay. You have Prime. Cool. Uh, Dean, it is the time of the show where we say uh, thank you to the people that keep this show going, that keep us looking and sounding as good as we do. Yeah, yeah, Sweet yeah, angels. yeah. Um, sorry, I was typing real quick. Huge shout out to Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Lima Hernandez, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Shriver, James Colley, Equan. Which one was it? I forgot. <laughs> it's Equan. That's how he wants it, but I just okay. call him Quan now. Equan. Chris Valen, Serena, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krebs, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, uh, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alad Morgan, Tukothri, Wa, Derek B., Carlos Saavedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dolmaton, Bo Lavoid, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. That one was epic. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> fireworks and shit why do i have a red thing on what the, the hell was i've never seen that before <laughs> i don't know this is useful 
How do I? I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Oh, I it's thought like, we'd been hacked. Hey guys, you're watching the Disney Channel. Oh, just, <laughs> yeah. Beam me our up, May, Scotty. Our May Patreon benefits. Ew, I don't like this. How do we turn this off? Someone Google that for me. May Patreon benefits the Bricks and Brews Hollow Sticker and the Collecting Weekly Pogs. Uh, you will have a chance to get a Common or Chase Pog. Everyone will get one of them. Uh, and also, if you're in the top tier, you'll get the full set of the um, the full Pog set, which is uh, six exclusive Pogs with exclusive backings. Um, we have three tiers. The Sweet Angel tier at $5 a month. Uh, which is uh, stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark Replay. Uh, the Certified Crispy certi- uh, tier, which is the Certified Crispy Certificate. We also have uh, Figure Fix Assistance, and um, if you're international, those will be uh, charged at cost. And the $25 tier, which is the Deluxe Pog set on your first p- pledge, uh, doubles of all the stickers we send and all the benefits of the previous tiers of under on the Patreon link is in the description or the YouTube field rather. YouTube channel members we have Mojo Z78, OG Fan, Absolute Irwin, Bema, Test Just One, Mark Pearson, DK Avenger 702, Ben Thomas, OMFG Rick, Justin Harass, S Beam, Paul Schreiber, Andres IB, Andrew Gabo, uh, Gibo, Daminator, CC3PO, Sam Gist, Lemur Hernandez, Thomas Clark and Carlito, if you want to join the YouTube channel membership, uh, when we get, I think, three or four more members, we unlock the John emoji, so uh, sign up if you'd like. 99 cents for Patreon members, or two ninety nine for the Peanut Gallery tier. <clears throat> as far as the network goes, we have uh, CW Live, uh, which you're watching now, OFAC, uh, which I believe is recording this Thursday, Small Talk, After Dark, which is tomorrow at 10.30, Bricks and Brews, The Ringcast, uh, Live Unboxing, which we had two this week, Collectors Club on Friday, Pose Wars getting pushed back to June, and this weekend we just had a live and let dice, and it was absolutely incredible, one of our best episodes yet, so stay tuned for the next one in another week. Uh, if you want to support the show with some swag, we have Tee Public. you can buy all kinds of shirts there, they're always on sale, uh, I definitely wouldn't buy them when they're not on sale, uh, but we have all kinds of designs for the different logos of the show, you can do that at the link that we just posted in the comments. Uh, John, can you read the socials for me, please? Yeah, of course. On Facebook, we got uh, Collecting Weekly. We also have Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. Instagram, we got at Collecting Weekly and also at Collecting Weekly underscore clips for all the funny bloopers and moments throughout each show. And uh, at the underscore everyday underscore collector. Guys, be sure to, uh, if you're not already on, subscribe to these uh, social media pages. You get on there because there's tons of great content. Yeah, CC actually was rocking the Kanji shirt on unboxing yesterday. I'd never seen it look so good. Um, so definitely, if you guys want to support us there through that, uh, it gives us you know a few bucks in our pocket to keep the doors open, and uh, we definitely appreciate all the support. Uh, shout out time. Do you guys have any shout outs you want to give or plugs that you want to do? Like I usually say, shout out to uh, everyone in the chat that came out today, everybody who uh, is going to watch the playback, and the podcast listeners again. We wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys, and I hope you're enjoying everything that we're putting out there. Absolutely. Yeah, huge shout out again, Brenton. You fucking sweet angel. And shout out to all the beautiful panel members here. I love you guys. Wow. Not for though. He didn't watch the movie. Yeah, shout out to Fern. What a no, guy. Fern's a good guy. Fern's what a guy. Yeah. Shout out to Mark. I got to have a little chat with him today, and uh, what a guy. What a guy. Um, but yeah, I think we had a great show tonight. We have uh, 
another exciting After Dark tomorrow. And uh, plenty of great content coming this week, including another awesome episode of Club. But uh, anyways, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. I'm Fern. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. We'll catch you on the next episode. Jesus Christ, Dean. Are you going to give us the bye? Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I I muted after I said Dean. Au revoir. I was like, I